But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you. Nick, 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 Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, good buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Bobby. And this is episode 198. It's the year in review, 1998. Ooh, man. <laughs> Love doing these. Yeah, they're <laughs> great. Was that a little clue? Um, uh yeah, let's let's call it a little clue. Okay, <laughs> good <laughs> for for those for those who uh, appreciate that that reference. Um, yeah, 1998, Bobby. This is uh, we we try to have someone different on each year in review. Cool. And uh, I've been very excited to get you on one. Uh, yeah, I feel you... oh, I feel ahead. like this is a it's it's an honor to do this. And it, also, I was listening to uh, the one that you kind of sent me to kind of preview to listen. That one. Uh, having Chris and Brett, they are <laughs> so hilarious, and I am I'm a little scared, but uh, I'm pumped. I'm ready. There's there's no expectation you be funny, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know I'm what when like going back and looking at this year 1998, like what would what would you have been 10, 11, 12? I mean, uh, I think I was just a year younger than you. Okay, so so what was going on in your life? Like, what what do you remember about 1998? Ah, it's there's I have two different uh, opinions of 1998. <laughs> I have the the life I lived, which was not aware, pretty much unaware of uh, a lot of the 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 music that was happening, unaware of of just movies and directors and actors. I was just kind of in my own world, so. 98, what, what was that, Titanic? I think that's what was going on. You, yeah, like Titanic had just come out in 97, so it was okay. like the Celine craze, Titanic winning every Oscar. Um, so 98, I just remember uh, the kids in my class. I remember there were a lot of cool kids, and there were a lot of uh, preppies, and I was the only kid that was skateboarding. Um, I might have been the only Jewish kid in Minnesota. Um, <laughs> or at least in Egan, Minnesota. Um, I just remember feeling cool because I had an older brother who was punk rock and I was the only punk rock kid looking kid. I don't know if I was actually punk rock, <laughs> but uh, that that's where I was at skateboarding and playing, trying to play guitar. Cool. Did you just starting guitar? Absolutely. My, yeah. Well, my brother, uh, I might've had it for a few years, just like strumming it and not knowing what I was. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if I was actually playing it yet. How far were you from Ohio? Like how many uh, years? So I had moved to Minnesota from Ohio, 93, I think. And then um, we moved back to Minnesota about 01, 02. So like just a couple, three years until I come back and see you guys sitting at our uh, high school. Yeah. Start the Bob Saget band. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speak, speaking of music, uh, I, you know, I want to shout it out. You have a, a new EP out. It's self-titled Bobby Vaughn. Thank you. Uh, and it is, I love it. Uh, Thank it is, you so much. It is, it is so tight. Um, 
uh, I don't know if you want to say anything about it. I, you know, it's weird because we're friends, but also like I want people to listen to it. Uh, thank you. Um, well, I'm excited because it's finally under my name and music I've always released under like a band name. Yeah. And uh, I just feel very, I feel naked in a good way. I feel like, mm. you know, people are going to listen to this and they're not going to wonder who's involved. It's, that's, that's what I'm most excited about. sweet and if they hate it then it's like okay it's my name so that this sucks but i'm excited it's and i'm 34 so it's like i i just hope it sounds like somebody in their 30s now because uh if it doesn't if it still sounds like a 20 or maybe a kid in their teens then i don't know that's that's the risk i'm taking with putting my name on it <laughs> yeah no the arrangements are really cool and like i think i think different from what you've been doing um I think I Thank texted you. you about like in the middle, like just really interesting ideas going on, and but still like catchy in the way that Bob, you, you've always kind of had that knack for like uh, <laughs> once you hear the chorus, like you, you you know the chorus, you know. Oh, you know? awesome! Um, yeah. Thank you. And uh, um, I'm trying not to do demos. I'm trying to just come up with the songs and just hmm. put the ideas down a little bit, and then in the studio with the guy that whoever I'm recording with, that's where I want to try to make all the, the juices flow, the creative ones. Heck yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been enjoying it as well. Uh, Congratulations. I'm putting it out. Thank Um, you, Andrew. And it looks great. I love the uh, cover art as well. Good pick. It all feels like a really cohesive uh, package. Yes. Have you heard of the artist named Justin Will? He he lives in uh, Cleveland Heights. Mm -hmm. He's pretty popular. uh, um, He's got murals all around Cleveland. And I fell in love with it. Actually, I found out through about his artwork through Punchline, a band from Pittsburgh, and also TDR Records, who I've been friends with. They've been working with Justin Will for over, I don't know, five years, maybe up to 10 years, and I just found oh. out. And he's my next door neighbor, too. So that's <laughs> insane. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like meant to be. It's weird, but I love it. Well, I think it's I think it's on um, Spotify and iTunes, right? Absolutely, yeah. That's yeah, accessible everywhere, and it's it's my name. Yes, <laughs> Bobby Vaughn, folks. Love it. Um, and Andrew, you still you got your new book out, more space junk. Yep. Congratulations. Space junk. Thank you, Bob. Um, yeah, it's been going good. Uh, first two books out. A bunch of people have um, entered to uh, win the first one on ebook. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome. So yeah, I feel good about it. I hope everybody, yeah. anybody who's read it or has bought it, thank you, um, and I hope you're enjoying it. Yeah, I saw uh, Cassandra bought it, so like shout out to Cassandra. Awesome, yes, yeah. thank you, Cassandra. Um, really cool. Uh, support, of course, support your friends, but you know, just support uh, local artists. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> now let's spend two hours talking about the most <laughs> famous people <laughs> in the '90s. <laughs> uh, it's it's 1998. Uh, Andrew, uh, I, I asked Bobby, but like, did anything kind of come rushing back about 98 to you or is this just kind of like another year? I mean, um, yeah, I, if I'm remembering the year correctly in my life, uh, 
it was okay. Like a little more of an upswing maybe from 97, but, um, you know, it was my favorite year. I don't think. Yeah. It's middle school still. Yeah. Um, a lot of these songs were like, Oh, okay. Yes. Middle school dance or like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just very, uh, vivid. <laughs> I, you know, some of these years, like 94, an incredible year, 1995, 1997, like really shocked me as far as how much I liked those years. Mm-hmm. And I just like, this is a weird, 98 is a weird year. <laughs> like there, yeah. there is some good stuff, but there's a lot of like, you can, I can, you can kind of see popular culture moving in like a dumb direction. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it is uh, interesting. Like, yeah. um, it almost feels like a transition year where it's like, things are starting to change a little bit and nobody like not nobody but a lot of people don't know what they're doing almost it's like they're putting out stuff that's like not hard to describe like not quite fully realized or something Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 like a third phase of the 90s i think like the early 90s still felt a lot like the 80s the Mm -hmm. mid 90s is where you kind of get your like high bar like Mm -hmm. best movies best music um and then the late nineties, I think is like what a lot of people think about when they think of the nineties, which is like kind of this like baggy clothes, <laughs> spiked dyed hair, uh, like TRL, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. a boy band. It feels like this like last dying gasp, uh, <laughs> before things get really bad in the two- early two thousands. <laughs> yeah. um, for me, I, uh, I did my research and looking back, at 1998, I was surprised to see a lot of the things that I enjoy today mm-hmm. was from 1998, and uh, I just I was uh, naive. I I was I didn't really understand and didn't wasn't aware of what was going on musically or entertainment wise. And I just kind of you know I'll turn on the TV and not really think about what a season is of a TV show. So mm-hmm. looking back mm-hmm. at this, I was pretty surprised. Maybe you guys have a, a better uh, view having comparing this to all the other years but since this is kind of like my big research for you know of the 90s i was just i was kind of shocked like my favorite mxpx album came out that's like one of my favorite bands but back then i didn't i wasn't aware of that yeah those sweet (laughs) metal uh those metal ball necklaces oh yeah oh wow yeah yeah (laughs) I mean, well, yeah, there's there's a real like the music videos to me were also a little bit revealing in this year of like mm. the tone of like where things were going. Yeah, um, especially like looking over the popular ones. Yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> I don't know. A little bizarre. Yeah, definitely. Um, OK, well, let's let's get into 1998. Um, Bobby, we generally let our guests dictate the topics they'd like to talk about. So is there anywhere in particular you'd like to start? There's no wrong order. I guess since I've been looking at the list the way that uh, I researched it, I would love to start with movies. Cool. Mm, nice. Great. Um, well, my top movie of the year was kind of, for me, like a no question about it, um, The Big Lebowski. Okay, sir, you're a Lebowski, I'm a Lebowski. That's terrific. What can I do for you, sir? Well, uh, they were they were looking for you, these two guys. Where's the money, Lebowski? Your wife owes money to Jackie Treehorn. That means you owe money to Jackie Treehorn. 
You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude. Jeff Lebowski, the other Jeffrey Lebowski, the millionaire. His wife goes out and owes money all over town and they pee on my rug? My wife is not the issue here. Big Lebowski. <laughs> uh, love it still. Loved it then. It was one of those movies that, like, the first time I saw it, I just can you know, it was just that instant, like, connection where I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's hilarious. Like, I, it, it was kind of a weird year for um, movies and TV, I felt like, but uh, there were not many that, like, rivaled this for me. I uh, I get that, and I feel like when I do watch The Big Lebowski, I do think about Andrea. I, I do think about like you're you do have similar like carefree, uh, you know. You, you're you're just always cool. Like you're just relaxed. <laughs> but, yeah, you so have, I see it. You have dude like qualities. Okay, well, I, I thank in the you. best way. In I the appreciate best way. that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I think Andrew. I think you're definitely the person who told me about Big Lebowski because I was a I was like obsessed with Fargo, oh, uh, and of course Coen Brothers made Big Lebowski, and I think you told me to watch it. I'm like, no, like everybody says that movie's bad. Like I I remember this conversation in the front room of your house, and you're like, no, no, it's really funny. I'm like, isn't it about bowling? Like I thought it was just like a kingpin. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you were really insistent. Like, no, it's way better than that uh and uh yeah you were right um uh, it's 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 incredible it's an all-timer for sure yeah Uh, probably probably the only movie we'll talk about here that has like you know its own festival yeah Uh, yeah yeah gotta be yeah um as far as our listeners go Allie also picked that as her favorite and our buddy chris uh actually chris picked the general topic of basketball is his favorite movie. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, and then he picked Big Lebowski. Very good. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, Bobby, what, what did you pick for movie? I chose a movie that I thought was uh, creative, but also um, had my favorite. I was into Jim Carrey Truman Show. Like to me, mm. it, it opened up my mind. It was like doing drugs without doing drugs back then. <laughs> It's like, whoa, yeah. what if, you know, what if that was something that was going on, living in a bubble? Yeah. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> Everyone's in first positions, right? Cue the sun. Mixed up in what? There's no point trying to explain it, but a lot of strange things have been happening. What? He has to be on foot. I want to talk to an alien. He has the world's right. most recognizable right. face. He can't disappear. Yeah, I think that that movie, like, hit upon just a really, um... I don't know, maybe everybody didn't think like that, but, like, somewhere in the back of my head, I feel like that was always... Uh, that was always like a thought, I guess. Absolutely. Like, what if this is happening? And then this movie came out as like, whoa, this is... It was a big thing at the time, I guess. Yeah, it was like the right age for it because like as a, you know, young adult, 
you're kind of, like you're kind of self-obsessed anyway in the way that yeah. you're like is everything really just about me <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. what i was yeah. i was saying that you know when i think about 1998 i thought about you know where my status was and at school and yeah, that makes perfect sense that you mentioned it that way yeah yeah but also like in the societal way of like this is where things were going like yeah, tv yeah. celebrity obsessed uh things recorded all the time like yeah it's just one of those movies that like you turn it on now and it still feels like it could have been made this year yeah for sure yeah. um and very ambitious i think for super, super like ambitious. what it could have been um yeah i don't know it was very big and yeah it was great was this where did this land with jim carrey's like serious side of movies mm. did eternal sunshine was that later yeah Ooh. Yeah, Eternal Sunshine is uh, five years later. So wasn't this one of his, you know, out of out of the ordinary Jim Carrey movies, or or yeah. did he have something before this? Uh, I can't remember if he did the Majestic before or after, mm-hmm. but he he definitely was trying his hand at the moment. Yeah, um, you know, he had the incredible run of Ace Ventura, um, <laughs> uh, Dumb and Dumber, The Mask. Uh, so I feel like, uh, you know, this was his attempt and I, I was blown away. Like I, you know, I think like his restraint in the movie also like his gentleness, you know what I mean? Like you believe that this guy is gentle and sweet enough that like he might not pick up on the fact that like the world is revolving around him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Great, great casting choice. Uh, It was also, it was also the pick of Quincy, Jordan, Bob, uh, Zachary Jackson, Brown, Jesse, Ethan, and I'm drunk, man. Uh, it is also my pick uh, as favorite movie. Nice. I predict that in just a moment we will see a lady on a red bike followed by a man with flowers and a Volkswagen Beetle with a dented fender. Truman, please. Look. Lady. Flowers. And... Truman, this is silly. There it is! There it is! There's the dented beetle! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Don't you want to know how I did that? I'll tell you. They're on a loop. They go around the block. They come back. They go around again. They just go around and around. Red and red. You know, I invited Rita and Marlon for a barbecue on Sunday. I'm going to make my potato salad, and I need you to remind me that we need more charcoal. Are you listening to a word I'm saying? I loved this movie in 1998. I love it now. Uh, I think, you know, it just, it really holds up as far as, like, commentary on society. Jim Carrey is pitch perfect. Um, I think it's, like, just a very sweet movie. It's funny, but also very dramatic. And um, I I don't know. I love... Everything about it. I love the cl- the use of like classical music to kind of score Absolutely. the film. Yeah. Um, Ed Harris in, to- in like top <laughs> Ed Harris form yeah. uh, as Kristoff. Um, yeah, this is a movie that like has meant a lot to me. I you know I've been debating getting a tattoo for like two years now, and uh, one one of my one of my one of my things that I kind of kick around a lot is the image of Jim Carrey at the end with him walking up the stairs on the cloud wall. Wow. That cool. is great. <laughs> um, I, I saw someone who had it online. If you search Truman show tattoos, it'll pop up. Uh, and I just, <laughs> I love the way it looks, but also I'm like, 
do I want a Truman Show tattoo on my back? <laughs> like, it's, it's not my all-time favorite movie, but I love the image. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so it's a... Uh, I think it's an all-timer. Um, yeah. It really, it really stands the test of time. I mean, you know, all love to Big Lebowski, too. I, you know, I'll talk about that momentarily, <laughs> sure, sure. but... Um, yeah, Truman Show. You know, one thing about the Truman Show that I really like that I feel like maybe doesn't get as much attention is um, the people watching the show. Yeah. Like, outside, like, they're all in these really, like, weird situations where they're just people that watch. You get the impression that they're people that watch the show all the time. Like, one guy just, like, lives in his tub, basically. The bar where it's, like, they track Truman. <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 Love that. Just a if little gonna, detail. Yeah. If we're going to start to bring that up, I always wondered how they know, like they talk about um, reruns. Do they talk about mm. like, mm-hmm. and I get so confused because I thought it was like 24 hours. And so that really made me wonder. Yeah, I think yeah. they like, I think the way they describe it is like they still like produce like best ofs and like best moments okay. and so like there will be time spots i think at night when he's sleeping that like some uh. of the stuff will air or if there's like dead moments where he's working they'll like they'll have him in the corner like what's that called pip or whatever Pitcher yeah, that's right <laughs> okay um so like yeah it's still a produced show even though it's always live unless yeah. they i think i i think it's been that long since i've seen it that i i would maybe just too young to understand what you just described the the pip screen or the mm. the corner and i don't know something about that just confused me until now until you explained it yeah i uh never thought about this before but that actually kind of bothers me that he's been working this job all day that's just <laughs> <No>. nothing <Yeah. laughs> just wasting his life i know oh my god just let the guy go to fiji yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah it's a beautiful movie um yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, close calls. Yeah. Um, I got um, just a bunch of stuff that I kind of wanted to mention. Yeah. Um, I don't want to hopefully don't step on your guys' toes. <laughs> um, but uh, Rushmore mm-hmm. seems to have come out in 98. Love it. Yeah. Uh, dirty Work at the time. That was just, I mean, I still love it. But at the time, that was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, the X-Files movie. Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Half Baked, Dark City, Can't Hardly Wait, Bride of Chucky, Halloween H2O, The Faculty, Pie, Basketball, and this is just one I want to mention Chairman of the Board. Oh, Chairman of the Board. The Carrot Top movie. Carrot Top's vehicle, yeah. <laughs> which I don't we think which, I saw that one. Which we only care about because of the Norm MacDonald joke about it, right? Um, uh, kind of. That is hilarious, yes. Uh, the Conan yeah. appearance. Um, but, you know, I have seen this a bunch of times on HBO. Like, they show, they were showing it for years, like, years ago, but years after it came out. Mm. Um, and I really kind of like it. I mean, it's not like what I would consider a masterpiece but there's like a lot of stuff about it that's just like goofy and um kind of up my alley okay are you still chairman of the board is that what you're talking about i I don't think i saw that oh man you're in for a treat (laughs) you and everyone else yeah (laughs) all right um i'm i'm a little shocked you didn't say wedding singer i mean uh, yeah (laughs) i had it on my (laughs) 
<laughs> is it lower on your Sandler uh, ranking? Or? Uh, yeah, for sure. Wow. I mean, I, I like it. It's just like fourth Sandler, maybe. Oh man, well, it's good. Oh, it's good. Um, <laughs> is your definitive Rushmore? Um, yeah, that's my definitive uh, close call. I'm sorry. Did someone say my name? <laughs> What's the secret, Max? The secret? I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. For me, it's going to Rushmore. Sharp little guy. He's one of the worst students we've got. Did you invite that kid to your party? Max Fisher. Come on, Dad, there's gonna be girls there. I'd rather die. Pull your head out of here. Maybe I'm spending too much of my time starting up clubs and putting on plays. Because Allie and Melissa also picked nice. Rushmore. Yeah. Great. I mean, fantastic. Wow. Yeah. What about you, Bobby? I not, My number one is close call is Wedding I Singer. I this morning and I realized I'm about to marry a wedding singer? Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! New Line Cinema presents... Is it true that you're in the middle of a nervous breakdown? Whoopity-doo! Adam Sandler. Hey, psycho. Get out of my Van Halen t-shirt before you jinx the band and they break up. And Drew Barrymore. You're the wedding singer. How you doing? I'm Robbie. I'm Julia. In a story about finding love where you least expect it. Uh Uh-oh. What? You like her. No, I don't. This is my fiancé, Glenn. I don't even know your last name. It's Gulia. Julia's last name is going to be Gulia. Julia Gulia. That's funny. Why is that funny? I, I don't know. I just... Now, the girl of his dreams is about to... I, I must be that, that Jewish connection. I was always listening to Adam Sandler. And and I just watched it with Toby, my fiancé, the other day. And we loved it just as much as we loved it back then. And I don't know. It's, it speaks to us Jews. I don't know. Oh, it's... it's I'm so, sure it speaks to a lot of people. Yeah, but. it's so it's so funny. Uh, like, And there's so many great little cameos. John Lovitz and mm, uh, yeah. Billy Idol, of course. Uh, but... Um, yeah, I think it's I think it like it's another one that kind of like every watch it becomes like a little funnier and su- it's such a sweet movie. Like Yeah. You you, fall, yeah. you you can't help but fall in love with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it's a great pick. Yeah. No doubt about it. Um Quincy, Justin and uh Vaughn also picked uh The Wedding Singer. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you got some company. Um my definitive close call is the Big Lebowski. I'm throwing rocks tonight. Mark it, dude. This was a valued rock. <clears throat> this was a... Yeah, man, it really tied the room together. So this was a valued... Uh, yeah. Tied the room together, dude? My rug. Were you listening to the dude's story, Donnie? What? Were you listening to the dude's story? I was bowling. So you have no frame of reference here, Donnie. You're like a child who wanders in in the middle of a movie and wants to know. Walter, what's the point, man? There's no reason. Here's my Um, point. It's it's probably my third favorite Coen's Brothers movie. I, I... I, I wish I could just do a whole podcast on the Coens. Like they're they're my favorite <laughs> filmmakers. Um, I I adore every one of their movies, and uh, I, just, I just well, you know, I mean, Lady Killers, not the you know, not the best. Uh, Intolerable <laughs> yeah, Cruelty, sure. not the best. But yeah. like everything else is pretty much uh, right up my alley. And um, Big Lebowski is just some of the greatest characters in like cinematic history. Like the dude yeah. Jeff Bridges is perfect. John Goodman um, is as Walter is unbelievable. 
uh, Steve Buscemi as uh, Donnie. Um, so, yeah. Like every, everybody, even like, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it for like two minutes. <laughs> and it's just an absolutely killer performance. Amazing music. Um, my my big Lebowski story is that I went to a midnight screening maybe 10 years ago, eh, maybe nine years ago mm-hmm. at one of our local theaters. And I won the raffle. They were raffling Whoa. away a rug. Uh, and I won the rug. Wow. <laughs> Do you so, still have it? Uh, you, at the time, I was living with um, our, uh, my friend Mike. And, uh, you know, it was his house. And uh-huh. I had to move out to a much smaller ap- apartment. So I, I bequeathed the rug to yeah. Mike. Yeah, that's, that's uh, nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's it's just so good. Put it on any time. The jokes never get old. Yeah, I'm looking at the Coen Brothers. Uh, I want to say discography, but that's not right. I'm looking at their movie list. Filmography, yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm down. I'm gonna try to watch as many of these as I can because I know a uh, bunch of these that are awesome. Yes, so good. I um, yeah. yeah. I usually go on like a little mini streak every year where I'm just like, all right, let's just, you know, let's just run through some of these. Um, I do want to shout out. You shouted out Rushmore. That'd be kind of my close close call. Uh, Wedding Singer was my next one, so we, we've got those. But also, I can't, of course, just move on from 1998 without talking about You've Got Mail, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is supported by our listener Jordan as well. I, here's what I'll say. You know, Andrew, I think you can attest, since the 90s, I've been kind of yeah. like a guilty pleasure You've Got Mail fan. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you saw it right when it came out, but I, I do I, remember. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I, go ahead. Oh yeah, I saw it with my mom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember like being ki- a kid. Like you like this movie? Like it's. I mean, it's just bizarre. Like it was totally outside of the realm of like believable to me at the time. Oh, it's so. It's, it's well, okay. So so I've loved it. I've loved it, and um, I I I, wa- I rewatched it in January this year. So a couple months ago. What was what were the circumstances behind this you just um, suddenly got the urge yeah i got the urge whoa and, and uh <laughs> i'm sure it was streaming on somewhere i'm like okay i'll watch it uh i will say there is some things that about it that haven't aged the best p- particularly like the storyline um the, the title not, not well not just <laughs> not just the aol aspect but like I guess at the time I didn't realize that both these people were in relationships and were like emotionally cheating on each other. Uh. Um, and so like, it feels a little weird now to root for it because you're like <laughs> their spouse is totally unaware of like their, you know, emotional affair. Yeah. Uh, and so it feels a little less sweet than it did when I was a kid. <laughs> Cause it's like, Oh wait, like this is kind of kind a little messed up. And yeah. also Tom Hanks's character is legit, like just not a good person. Uh, he's he, you know, this kind of like, you know, jerks, jerk, jerk CEO. Um, so I don't know, but uh, I wanted to shout it out. That was way too much time talking about you've got mail. Uh, are we? Are we? Uh, are we mentioning worst movies as well? Oh, we'll we'll get oh, there. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure. Um, I'll get to listener picks, but other picks um, that I had here. Um, of course, there's something about Mary comes out that year, mm, yeah, uh, which is I think one of the biggest hits of the year. Um, wow. The Water Boy, so uh, Adam Sandler, oh yeah, had the double whammy that year. I never loved The Water Boy. I, uh, as a Jew, I want to say <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't have to preface it. With... 
I want to say I'm a fan of everything Adam Sandler does, uh-huh. but yeah, the Water Boy spoke to me, just not uh-huh. not in the same well-rounded uh-huh. way that a uh, wedding singer mm-hmm. seems to to get get all the angles more more angles. I'm sorry, <laughs> not all the angles, but more angles. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of weird movies that year. Sphere, Babe, Pig, and uh, Babe, Pig in the City. Yep, <laughs> almost heroes. Um, yeah, there's a lot of weird ones. X Files, like I, you know, I feel kind of weird about that movie. Mm. Um, I, don't I like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Let's talk about uh, any worst picks. Yeah, for sure. Um, my worst was sort of the only one up for contention um ringmaster the jerry springer movie i don't know if you remember this but i i, I don't think i remember i've I definitely never seen it never saw it never even heard of it it was just like kind of a knockoff of uh private parts the howard Stern movie you know that Weird. came out like, i kind of want to watch it after hearing you <laughs> Describe it like private part. I love that movie. I do like private parts, but this is just like a not as good version of it. Uh, plus, Jerry Springer is not as interesting. It's just like all around not as good. Um, I don't know. It just felt like, why does this exist? It doesn't need to. Um, I remember seeing it like a few years after it came out and it was just like not my cup of tea, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, uh, I'm scared to say the movie that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> Big Lebowski. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it was a Disney movie, and uh, it's a movie that a lot of people loved. Yeah. And uh, I think I already loved another movie that was just like it that came out before called Airborne, I think. And then Ooh, this other movie came that. out called That's the Movie. I love that movie. And then and then Brink comes out in 98, and that's like, everyone's like, there's a sweet rollerblading movie. I'm like airborne and they're like, no, it's called Brink. And I'm like, I'm not even going to watch that. And I watched it so many times because of people saying, we got to watch this. And I just hated it more, but it might be an okay movie. I just, I was a little uh, jaded or just, I, I already had my movie that I like. I was really blaming. Yeah. 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 I mean, I never saw it, but uh, it looks not like great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. I thought you would say that you love it. No, no. I... Joey? Uh, I've never seen it. Wow. <laughs> I am actually happy to hear that. <laughs> and none of our listeners picked it, so you're safe. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say another very famous Disney movie that came out that year, which is beloved by our listeners, so you're you're that, mm. you're that fine. Oh. Um, you know, this was a kind of a... There's so many movies that I think are like, kind of bad this year um i guess my pick is lost in space um a movie that i was like kind of excited to see because i love space and i wasn't aware that it used to be a tv show so i just went to go Mm. see it being like cool outer space movie and uh it felt like i don't know i don't remember much about it i just remember as a kid seeing it in the theater and being like i don't know Yeah. yeah i saw that in the theater for sure um and yeah, I kind of had the same reaction, I guess. I mean, like I just nothing with it, nothing about it stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, afterward, I'm, I'm afraid to touch that movie because I feel like that's something that people that are lost in space fans would be like, oh, but if you know the TV show, like that's, <laughs> there's so many movies and things from 98 that I was like, I want to comment on that, but maybe I just don't know about, enough yeah. about mm. it. Yeah. 
I mean, Fer- Fergusons are tough because you know you, I don't want to ru- I don't want to rain on anyone's parade. People can like right. whatever they like. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. But uh, it, you know, just like I was thinking, like, all right, 1998. What movie do I remember going seeing and being like, what was that? I mean, there was two others, uh, Patch Adams, where I was kind of like, <laughs> I really loved Robin Williams, but I'm like, I'm not sure I get this, or like, you know, it's not super funny. And uh, My Giant. Do you remember that Billy Crystal movie? <laughs> yes, I'm so glad wow. you brought it up. <laughs> With George Murison, I believe, who was like a seven foot two yeah. NBA player. Yeah. Um, I just remember, like, you saw that in the theater, you said? Oh, definitely. I remember you talking <laughs> about it. I don't think I ever saw it. I was just like, my giant. Okay. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So weird. Um, you know. Uh, okay. Well, I want to I make sure I read some of our listener picks. Yeah. Um, let's shout out Can't Hardly Wait, uh, Nico Potamus. Mm-hmm. And Rosalie picked that as their favorite. Um, Dirty Work, Manny. That was Manny's favorite. Yeah. Who joined us for Wiener. Man, Manny and I are pretty close. (laughs) You guys are in in sync. Um, Saving Private Ryan. uh, That was a favorite of Vince's. Nice. Brett, Cynthia, and Josh all really liked Pleasantville. Mm, Yeah, great one. Um, Is that... that how would you compare that to Truman Show? Because they both have similar mm. things, yeah. right? Like they both have. Yeah, there's definitely like a social commentary. I mean, I think Pleasantville's getting a bit more at race, and um, right. Um, yeah, but definitely, they definitely have some things just, in common. I just well. remember, yeah. I just remember feeling similar. Like, are these competing movies? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was thinking that Pleasantville, I think, would be like a good movie to remake. Like, I'm not huge mm. on remakes, but it feels like mm. kind of a conceptually like it could be done again yeah yeah yeah. and you wouldn't have to retread exactly no the events yeah Yeah. uh let's see half baked that was bob and endless megan's pick love it um we have slc punk uh, oh man for yeah for uh zombie chaos and lost in music wow i didn't even notice that that came out great one Yeah, yeah yeah we watched that a bunch um there's a bunch here, so stick with me. Uh, Shay is awesome. Picked a movie called Ever After, I believe, mm. or even after. I don't know. Uh, Corey, <laughs> <Ever after. laughs> Corey picked the faculty. Yes. Um, SMCQ93 picked Night at the Roxbury. Ooh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I uh, still pretty frequently think of, I was like, hey, Emilio. <laughs> I uh, tried watching that movie because I thought it was one of my favorites and I couldn't get through it. For wow. some reason. It, it didn't age in my mind. For yeah. Some, some yeah, I think I'm with you, Bobby. I think I'm with you. Um, let's see. That 1412 Martell picked Small Soldiers. Yes. Uh, Lost in Music also picked What Dreams May Come, which was a very, uh. very sad Robin Williams movie. Uh, but <laughs> Great beautiful, book. Beautiful. Um, the Big Hit, the big hit uh, that was Viva 90s pick. Hmm. Uh, Passiac Buster 9 picked Jack Frost. Ah, Jack uh, Quincy Frost. shouted out American History X. Mm. Uh, True, True 90s Nick picked uh, Mask of Zorro. That was a movie I did not like in the theater. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it was like, maybe I was too young for it. I don't know. Never saw it, but. Yeah. Uh, True 90s Nick also picked for Ferguson Spice World. Mm. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Spice World was like a pre, like uh, Josie and the Pussycats, right? Because 
that that's all we right. had until Josie came out. Yeah. yeah. As far as like, uh, it, it was like, I thought it was fun. It was like kind of a run. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we hit, <laughs> I don't know if you want to get into this, but we had a weird, like spice girls period of time where it was like the, our local, um, beverage yeah. store sold like these spice girl suckers that we were buying like crazy <laughs> for some reason i think we've talked about this before yeah uh, we may have yeah we used to go to the beverage store and like see what spice girl we got on the sucker wow yeah and there was like stickers inside i think yeah so, it was yeah. weird <laughs> it was definitely weird um quincy picked seven ben picked the rugrats movie seven nice rugrats yep, nice. yep. Uh, Katie, Marley, Marcus Smith, and SMQC93 picked Mulan, which was the cool. Disney movie I thought you were going to say, Bobby. I'm, I'm relieved you didn't. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, another very popular pick, Lauren, Vaughn, and Splatgram all picked Practical Magic. Whoa. Which I don't know what that is. I think it's, um, uh, can't think of her name right now. Miss Congeniality. Uh, Reese uh, Witherspoon? No. Um, so, oh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never seen it, but... Okay, okay. Uh, Double J3720 picked Wild Things with kind of like a smiley face. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Very saucy. Uh, T-Bear Dart picked Prince of Egypt. Oh. And then a couple, uh, let's see, a Ferguson. Jordan picked Armageddon. Ah, uh, yeah. Which, okay. uh, huge hit. I think that's yeah, hit. enormous hit. Number one hit. I think that was the number one movie of the year. <laughs> you got I it. I never saw yeah. it, and I'm kind of making a point not to see it just because <laughs> I've never, I'm like, I might as well just never see it now. Armageddon? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of want to see it just because it was number one and everybody yeah. loves it. No. I, just, I, just... <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't recommend it. I, you know, go watch no. Coen Brothers movies. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to watch before yeah. it, for sure. Yeah, you're right. For sure. Um, okay, well, you know, uh, kind of a mix of movies. There's some, like, definitely iconic ones and some strange stuff. Yeah. Um, where should we go next, Bobby? Wow. Uh, is it okay I just keep going down the way that I of course. research TV shows? Sure. Nice. Yeah. Um, oof. Man, I don't know how you guys felt about this year in TV, but... It not, felt like there not, was nothing. Not, not almost. Good. Not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was one thing that my brother and Justin and I obsessed over, and we still bring it up today. Oh we, some of the things that we remember watching. Yeah. It, it might be the first year where my close calls are like something I'm almost embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, well, for me, there was no. There was like nothing competing with this um, upright citizens brigade. Yep. Yep. There yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> really, all three of us. Long after curfew, one of you campers snuck out of your cabin and stole the entire supply of fruit punch, aka bug juice. Oh dear. Right now, we'd like to give this person a chance to confess what they did. Jesus forgave, so we shall do no less. Amen. This is supposed to be movie time. Until this person confesses his sin, Raymond, no one will be doing anything. So be it. I'm going to start running. No, Counselor Henry. Yes, Counselor Chip. And I'm not going to stop until someone steps forward and asks Jesus for forgiveness. Now, you kids all know, Counselor Henry has a weak heart. He could die. Somebody do something. Counselor Chip, 
Hand me those weights I brought over from the gym. Oh, no, Counselor Henry. Not the 10-pounders. Yes, and the ankle weights. Oh! <laughs> I did it! I admit it! I drank the bug juice! Great. Can we see Porky's now? We were never going to see Porky's. Counselor Chip, I admit it! I drank the bug juice! Why won't Counselor Henry stop? Because, Meryl, everyone knows you could never do something like that. Meryl, by lying, you have sinned before God, and you need to pray on that. I have something to confess now. Great, Raymond. I'm really glad to hear from you. I must confess that I am very, very bored, and I need to shoot some baskets. Raymond, I want you to pray on that and ask Jesus what he would have you do. Raymond? Raymond, did you pray to Jesus on that? Yeah, Jesus said, take it to him. Yeah, my brother that says, is amazing. my brother's like, here's a penny. Is it an ass penny? Like, he's <laughs> like, today, like, we still bring up these jokes. Yes. So for Andrew, for people who don't know what Upright Citizens Brigade is, maybe, because I don't yeah. know if it's the most popular. Um, yeah, it's like a sketch. It was a sketch comedy show type of thing on Comedy Central um, with Amy Poehler is probably like the yeah. biggest person on it. Um, but the other guys are pretty recognizable. Matt Besser. Yeah, so biz Besser yeah, and Walsh. But Matt okay. Besser. Ian Walsh. Um, just just so bizarre and like uh, I just at the time it was like the weirdest most interesting thing that had come out in a while it felt like yeah um, would you call this the pioneers of like anti-comedy or like whatever mm. became Tim and Eric you know uh, it's definitely in that vein like they're not I don't think they're the first to do it but like it's pretty subversive um, yeah it's, uh, I don't know, but it's really clever too. I mean, I think, you know, uh, UCB is like, they're an improv group. Uh, they're based out of New York and like, it's still, I think one of the, you know, the most famous improv yeah. it's in LA, it's in New York. Um, people who do improv do it, but I think a lot of the show was formed out of the improv sketches they did. And it has that feel of like something that is just so random and, um, strange and so like it makes sense that it was just born out of kind of nothingness you know it wasn't like yeah. in a writer's room um working out jokes it was, yeah, it was like very sure. strange um, yeah well did you know i had the title line in star wars actually i wasn't aware there was a titular line in that movie yeah well i don't know about that but i had the title line in star wars yeah that's what i just said i know that's what you just said i was just repeating it it, it, it was that scene where that Raiders of the Lost Ark guy is teaching Luke how to drive. Do you mean Han Solo? Yeah, Han Solo. He, he, he's teaching Luke how to drive the thing. He's like, let's take this thing out for a drive. The Millennium Falcon. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon. They're on the back of the Falcon, and they're holding on to its feathers. The Millennium Falcon is a spaceship. Have you even seen Star Wars? Yeah, I have. I was in it. Yeah, I, I was in that scene where Han Solo's teaching Luke how to drive the Millennium Falcon. And, 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 and I'm on the ship, too, because I'm a stowaway. And, and I'm always on the run because I'm always stowing away. And, and, and I walk by, and, and I go, ah, oh boy, I'm just so tired of all these Star Wars. That scene wasn't in the movie. Yeah, it was. It, it got cut. I was so bummed out. Actually, I'm glad it got cut, because a scene like that would completely take you out of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad it got cut, too. Yeah, yeah. Did you know I had the title line in Out of Africa? Why do you feel compelled to come in here and tell me about these movies you were supposedly in? I really don't care about stuff like that. Yeah, I know. I don't care about stuff like that either. I was just saying that I had a titular line in Out of Africa. Titular, huh? Okay, what scene were you in? 
Uh, I was in that scene where Robert Redford is teaching that old woman how to drive. You mean Meryl Streep? Yeah, Meryl Streep. She's one of those actresses people always forget her name. You know, actually, I find it easy to remember her name because she's one of the greatest American actresses alive. But she still looks like somebody's aunt to it me. It does have that, I think that word, uh, subversive, is the proper word for the to describe this show. Um, yeah. Especially, like, as a kid, it felt, it was one of those shows that, to me, it felt like when you were watching it, it was like, should I be watching this? And <laughs> this is great because I feel like nobody else is watching it. Yeah, that was... A- there is There is a lot of... Uh, wackiness that you would almost see in Ren and Stimpy, you know, mm. there's just this yeah, left, it's, left field yeah. uh, randomness. Yeah, super over the top. Like, cr- yeah, yeah. yeah. But an adult an adult show version of these, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so uh, it, I remember my sister loved it and so I kind of, she, the, I think the sketch was Spaghetti Jesus <laughs> and uh, I like watched it and like kind of blew my mind. It, it's, it's, it's also got the Pete and Pete thing where the first two seasons are out on DVD and then they never released yeah. the third season. Um, you know what? They actually did release it. It oh. was DVD on demand only through their store on oh. their website. And I think it's already not available. Darn. It's like, did you, did you get it? I didn't okay. like an idiot, but yeah. you know, just um, yes, de- I, I, definitely seek it out if you haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to mention. I don't know if you guys even remember this, but just to mention the the skit that always comes to mind for me is Amy Poehler at um, oh. like church camp. Yes, bug juice. And she yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yes, just look yeah. it up, check it out. Yeah, it's yes. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um. It was also the pick of T Bear Dart. So one of our listeners nice. liked it. Yeah. 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 Um, close call. Oh yeah. Um I have a few that I want to mention here, but ultimately I decided on King of Queens. Okay. Um, you know, I don't exact it's not my, my like favorite thing now when I catch it, but I do love Jerry Stiller. At the time it was pretty great. Um, especially compared to like the other uh, sitcoms on at the time, um, and pretty typical sitcom, but uh, I think Jerry Stiller really elevates it. Um, and just to mention a couple other things, uh, Powerpuff Girls, notable, came out mm-hmm. this year. Um, Brett will appreciate this one. Becker, came oh, out this Becker, year. wow, <laughs> yeah. Ted Danson at his. Most mediocre in yes. this case. I think. Yes, I would say. <laughs> um, and I don't know if you guys ever watched this one, but there was a Disney camp show called Bug Juice. Mm-hmm. Someone, yeah, someone picked uh, Melissa, your cousin picked it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like real kids and you just like followed them at camp. But for some reason this year, that just like connected with a bunch of people in my orbit, I guess. And, yeah. uh, just it was pretty good. I was watching a close call, different Disney show, The Famous Jet Jackson. Uh-huh. Something about that. Just, uh, <laughs> I was whenever I wasn't seeking it, but when yeah, I yeah. turned it on, I couldn't stop watching. Yeah, hmm. nice. Is that your pick? Famous Jet Jackson? My close call. Yeah, that made it. Uh, honestly, I'm, I look back at Total Request Live, and I think that there were a lot of moments on that show that inspired me like seeing wow. seeing seeing punk bands you know yeah i don't know like when i need to right, yeah. uh, just the bands that i listen to on there and 
and I was so eager to eat up whatever they were doing, what what they were wearing, and yeah, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I it is. It, I think it's fair to say that TRL was like equitable. Like it, it it wasn't just it was every type of music. Like you, your favorite band could end up on it, which was cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think TRL was super influential. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, I went ultimately, and I don't feel good about it. Especially, I don't know. I don't feel good mm. about it. But it was a, it, it was it was a show that I really liked in 1998. So I won't deny it. It was also the pick of Ali and Jordan, um, which is whose line is it anyway? Oh, uh, that's an awesome show. Still, yeah. Um, yeah. No. Well, I, yes, I. I think in premise. I mean, I love Drew Carey. Yeah, it just it got a little like you know in retrospect I'm like oh it's a little hokey like it's a little kind of comedy hacky but I mean I loved it I was I I tuned in every week no doubt I was blown away it's I just couldn't believe they were able to do what they did uh, improvise I just I can't I still can't believe that today how good they are at coming up with words last minute yeah. I, I, when I went to college, I, I did some improv and I, I did long form, uh, which is like oh, yeah. what Upright Citizens Brigade is. Um, mm-hmm. And like, if you did long form, you really looked down on short form, like these idiots singing, <laughs> singing songs and like <laughs> not being able to put together a scene. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's that's a super pretentious way to think about it. I mean, what they're doing is still super, <laughs> yeah. super talented and um funny and you know has its own quality uh yeah so. I, I guess it's kind of when you looking back at it it's kind of like old white guys uh <laughs> trying to and wayne brady I, of course absolutely, he's an all-star <laughs> but it's like old white guys trying to uh rap battle and i guess when you look at it look at it like that it's yeah. kind of cool yeah it was, I think, like when you go back and watch some of those old ones, they got this like lady playing piano for every song, and it's just like it doesn't, it doesn't quite work. It, it feels like, I don't know, if it it does feel like very old white person, like this is cool, right, kids? Uh, yeah, I I think what they do is like very hard um, and impressive, yeah. but I never loved it. Just yeah. was not my big thing. Um, nobody mentioned uh, maybe I think our most voted show, which is that seventy show. Wow! Um, yeah, Ben, Bob, Justin, Lauren, Zombie Chaos, and Corey all picked it. I appreciate it for sure. I, I feel like it's one of those things that, for me personally, it hasn't aged that well. Mm-hmm. Like if I catch rerun, I. And this might have something to do with it, but one day, a few years ago, I was very sick and I happened to catch a That 70s Show uh, marathon on TV. Yeah. So that might have ruined it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew we were going there. It made, it, sucks. It made you barf. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, a couple other shows I want to, uh, I jotted down, but other people had voted for, um, of course, Dawson's Creek is a huge hit. Wow. Um, Cassandra, Jesse, Vaughn, all uh, mentioned that. <laughs> uh, Teletubbies, right? Who could forget that mm. sensation? Sure. S- Sex in the City. Um, mm. King of Queens, Jordan, Allie, and Vince all picked that. Um, nice. Will and Grace, of course, kind of a big hit. Mm. Uh, Powerpuff Girls, Zach and Viva yeah. 90 picked that. 
Um, and then like two two other weird ones, Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah, mm. that's, that's my Ferguson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Elmo's World, which, of course, if you're a child, is a huge deal. Uh, um, yeah. But uh, Okay, so yeah, jump to Ferguson. Uh, well, I mentioned it, so Bob, do you want to start us off, Celebrity Deathmatch? Yeah, I'd always be so pumped whenever uh, <laughs> there would be somebody that I'd recognize that, I mean, you know, if it was like Blink-182, again, bringing yeah. that band up, or if it was just somebody that I was excited, just their voices never really were how I wish they sounded. They just the personalities and then the claymation just <laughs> rubbed me personally the wrong way. And I, I guess I always expected it to be a little more something else than it always was. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sort of with you on that. Like, when it was coming, when it was about to come out, I thought, this is going to be great. It looks really cool. Like, I liked the claymation. And then when I started watching it, it just felt like uh, just... Like, it wasn't quite living up to its promises or something. Why couldn't they get some... Maybe they did, and I just don't know about it, but why couldn't they have celebrity voices as themselves? Yeah. Something was missing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It was mediocre. (laughs) Uh, Andrew, what did you end up picking? Um, I picked... Sorry, Bob. uh, TRL. (laughs) Um, I... I know. I, I mean, it's kind of like a, a uh, what do you call that? Um, uh, what do you call that? Where guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Absolutely. <laughs> I had a simple plan poster hanging. I know guilty pleasures. <laughs> I have, I, that is, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. I, I, it was just like one of those things that I didn't love. I mean, I liked music videos, you know, I've liked certain bands, but uh, it seemed like every kid in school was watching it. And talking about it and i was just like this is not my thing that's that was my equivalent brink was what he was talking <laughs> to me yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked that you guys didn't know that about about brink yeah hmm. never had that experience but what didn't you like about trl andrew um i just it I guess just like sitting there watching music videos and on TRL in particular, it was like a glut of a lot of videos that I didn't want to watch. Uh-huh. So it, it was just like what you know, nothing for me there. Can I ask you guys something? Because I'm interested to see if we have the same answer. When you think of TRL, what is the first video that pops into your head? Hmm. I, I don't even have no. a particular okay. video. Bobby, do you have one? I want to say either Britney Spears or NSYNC. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what what, (laughs) for for me, it's just like automatic blink 182, all the small things. Okay. I feel like it was on for like two years. (laughs) Like just them on that tarmac with that airplane. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. I mean, that's what drew me into TRL is just seeing blink 182 holding their microphones. And it just felt like it was unrehearsed. And it felt like, I'm like, wow, I'm seeing Blake 182. Uh, I was obsessed with them. And I was just, I love that it looked like they were kind of like standing there awkwardly. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, my pick is, and I won't speak too much on it because, uh, you know, it's not a political podcast, but my pick is Fox and Friends. Uh, <laughs> okay. You know, I don't appreciate that Fox News is making our country <laughs> dumber, uh, dangerously dumber. Um, 
And so that's all I'll say about that. Uh, it came out, came out in 98, though. Yes, 98. I didn't, wow. Yeah, yeah. But Ben, ben slowly <laughs> degrading our country for 23 years. Uh, okay. Uh, listener oh. picks. Uh, well, we have a Ferguson from True 90s Nick, uh, Cousin Skeeter, they think is the worst show to come Whoa. out in 1998. Boy. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. It's on my uh, my streaming service. Ah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Sorry, Andrew. Uh, other other picks: Brett, Bob, and Quincy picked Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I thought you might it. pick that in one of your two categories. I di- it didn't even like I, I must have been looking at American only shows or something. I don't okay. But I love it. Yeah, that would have been my at least close call. Okay. Okay. Uh, Brett picked Outlaw Star. Uh, Katie yeah, nice. Katie says the best show of '98 is Cousin Skeeter. So Whoa! Yeah, a little diversity. Yeah. Um, Manny picked uh, Comedy Central's Bob and Margaret. Huh? That's not something I know. No, I don't either. Interesting. Uh, Cynthia and Endless Megan picked TRL. Uh, Silver Surf, Silver Surfer from True Nineties Nick. Uh, Charmed. Oh, nice. Charmed from Vaughn and SMCQ ninety three. Yeah. Uh, our friend Chris picked two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, and I noted uh, some shows that ended that year. A lot of good shows ended. Uh, of course, the most famous being Seinfeld. Uh, comes yeah. to an end in 1998. You know what? Um, just while we're on that, uh, I noted that TV Land that night during the Seinfeld uh, finale showed just a closed office door instead of the regular programming wow what? like in like in honor like respecting yeah. like yep. go watch seinfeld yeah yeah wow i love that <laughs> yeah we need more cool. of that in this world yeah. <laughs> uh bill nye the science guy ends hmm. uh the larry sanders show um pinky in the brain animaniacs goosebumps and mr Man. show uh, all wow. end in 1998 it's like no one knew what to do next. Yeah, no, really. That that that's a good way of putting 1998. Like, now what do we do? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, any uh, any other TV thoughts before we move on? I'm good, I think. Okay, Bobby, what's next? Oh, uh, well, want to go to albums? Sure. Yeah. Um. Well, for me, this was the biggest album for me of this of that year as that age. Uh, Hello, J- or less than Jake. Hello, Rockview. That was kind of their like that's, breakout that's, album as far as they broke out. You know, that's twelve. Can I ask? That's twelve year old Andrew's pick. Yeah. Yes, that's what I, that's well, what I and, was going to ask. And potentially this age, okay. me. Okay. Yeah, I so, think it's the same. So twelve year old Andrew was listening to Less Than Jake. I'm I'm jealous that because you're I know that you're the older sibling in your family. And uh, how did you discover Lesson Jake at 12? Oh, boy. I mean, somebody must have been talking about him. I want to say our friend Nick, maybe. 
Maybe. Yeah. Who is older? So he's like almost like your older brother, Nick, because he's like a, a neighbor, yeah. and he's yeah, a okay, couple years. Got it. And we were we were kind of starting a like rock slash punk band, so that seems like maybe it would have fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, great album, still still holds up. Um, yeah, I recommend it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, um, I, I I had Hello Rock View. I. I actually revisited some of it today, like not full, but yeah. I went back and listened to some. I, I don't know if I love the way it's held up, but like I, okay. I did love it in 98. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm Can int- you say that that is their biggest album? Less than I, I think it's so. like, yeah, yeah. And it was their, like the album where they kind of became more known, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Bobby? This is a, a, a year that I'm, I found out a lot of my favorite music came out that year that I was not listening to. So mm. I guess I must have been 11 years old. 11-year-old me was lis- was listening to Offspring Americana. But looking back at it as a 34-year-old, MXPX, slowly going the way the buffalo, Mm. that is such an influence on my life. Um, But then obviously, I have some close calls. I don't know if you want to go there yet. Not yet. uh, Not yet. Uh, Wait, so which one's your favorite? Which one is the one? I guess 11-year-old Bobby is offspring Americana, 34-year-old Bobby, MXPX, slowly going the way of the buffalo. (laughs) Okay. Which these are both these are both like rock punk bands too, so they're you know uh, I guess Offspring must have been on hit the charts a little bit somewhere. Oh yeah, but, oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty Fly for a White Guy was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean that's always the struggle doing these year in reviews of like is it then is it now? I mean I I try to find something that's close to both. Like if even if I didn't discover it in '98, like something I discovered yeah. soon after or yeah. It's tough. Um, do love the MXPX pick. It, that particular album just wasn't like on my radar as much as some of the others. That one, that one has songs on it that uh, I I enjoy more than any other MXPX song. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. The, Sweet. the final slow dance. There's something about that song. If you look up the final slow dance mm. by MXPX off that album. See if I know it. Uh, my pick is an album that I I can't believe I loved it in 1998 because it feels <laughs> it feels still so new to me, which I think is a great thing about it. Like every time I revisit, it, I'm like, oh, this is new. Like this is this feels like the first time again. And it's an album that I don't think many people like or care about. Uh, but it's by Beck, 
and it's called mm. Mutations. Lazy flies are hovering above The magistrate puts on his gloves And he looks to the clouds All pink and disheveled There must be some blueprint Some creed of the devil Inscribed in our minds A hideous game Vanishes in thin air The vanity of slaves it is, I think, Beck's best album. I, I don't understand why people, like, it feels like he did Odelay, Uh And this was, I think, wedged between Odelay and uh, Midnight Vulture, which was also a huge hit, which was like a party album. And this is kind of like a, just a very basic, like, folk. It's like, um, you know, it's a little faster than Sea Change and uh, Morning Phases. It's like really poppy folk. Uh, and I think it's like my favorite of what Beck does. Um, has some of my favorite Beck songs, and yeah, I just love this album so much. I remember for years I searched for the vinyl, and I visited Chris in Austin, Texas, and he took me to a record store, and they had it. And I remember it was kind of expensive, so I was like, oh, man, I don't know. And I didn't end up buying it, and I thought about it the whole night. <laughs> And Chris had work the next day, and I didn't have a car. Uh, so, like, while he was at work, I'm, like, I'm walking back to the record store. It was, like, three miles away. <laughs> so I, I walked, like, a total of, like, six miles to go get uh, mutations. Nice. Uh, and I don't regret it. Um, anyway, I you know, Beck is, obviously, people know who Beck is, but I think this album, like, needs love. If you like hmm. Beck please just like sit down with mutations like it, it's it's it has a real vibe as the kids say huh. yeah i don't think i ever like got real acquainted with that one mm-hmm. no. no there's no music videos for it it seems like they didn't do like any promotion for it yeah. like there's no music videos he didn't really like tour for it i think he did it and I, I the way i read it is like i think the songs were written and recorded within like a 10 day period like it was very fast and then like he moved on I think to Midnight Vultures um, so there was not like a push for it really the only thing I can think of is I think I do believe he played a couple songs on SNL from it but um, mm-hmm. that's all I can remember cool. have they been on did that affect their uh, status with the record label at all do you know I don't think so. I I think they wanted him to pump stuff out. Um, uh-huh. And I think they wanted more stuff like Odelay, you know, like kind of like, you know, rocking. So I feel like yeah. Mutations was like one for him. Uh, and then like, you know, like, okay, then here's your album that will have like huge singles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, close calls. Um, yeah, I got a few here that I wanted to mention. Um, my official, <laughs> I guess, is Real Big Fish, Why Did They Rock So Hard? Mm-hmm. Uh, big album, particularly uh, at the time. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Non-stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one that I love is uh, Not a Surf, Proximity Effect. Uh, yes. Uh, yep. Listen to that a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, Cake Prolonging the Magic. And super drag head trip in every key. Yeah, classic. Those are all 
yeah, love all three of those. Um, I hate to say it, because it, I, I did the same thing. I went back and listened to Real Big Fish a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I, I, it, 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. I listened, I listened to that album yeah. nonstop. I mean, the set. I thought the setup was the greatest song I'd ever heard in my life. Um, but I listened to it today, legit, probably for the first time since like 2000. Yeah. And uh, it, <laughs> it's not great. Okay. <laughs> I haven't really uh, revisited it, so yeah, it's it's just yeah, it's a bit clunky. But I again, yeah. I get like why teenager me was like, oh hell yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, fully endorsed, not a surf proximity effect. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of not a surf's version of mutation, Bex mutations, where mm. it's like yeah, yeah, it didn't have the hit like popular, and I feel like it just kind of was like ignored. Yeah, um, but it's uh-huh. really solid. That's, uh, it weirdly, I was also kind of reading about the Super Drag album, and it sounds like the exact same thing. Yeah. In line with that, like, this was not a hits album, but people, but like big fans love it, kind of. Yeah. I just feel like that's, that's something you can't get away with anymore to do something like that. Yeah. Uh, And still be on a a late, a record label. And it just, I, I just don't feel like I've seen anything like that since. 98. It, it does feel like things have almost like leaned even more towards hits. Like, just produce hits, don't do anything else. Or something. Yeah. Close call. So, uh, this is where I'm going to mention... Okay, I'm going to mention what I was listening to when I was 11. My brother was showing me that Marilyn Manson existed, so mm. I was listening to that, and that's when he had Mechanical Animals... That was his. Was that was that the second or third Marilyn Man? I should have looked that up. But that's when he started wearing that white outfit, <laughs> yeah. that with the red hair and the blue, like you know, cha- drastically changed his image. And uh, I guess I could, I would say I was listening to that a little bit back then. But um, there's just so many. There's a few from that year that I look back at and say, wow, that came out that year. Uh, Sparkle Horse, Good Morning Spider came out. Uh, that's an album that I listen to today, not knowing that it even existed back then. Um, same thing with Refuse, Shape of Punk. And uh, I, I'm surprised this was not yours, uh, Joey, uh, Elliot Smith, XO. Um, those to me, I just had no idea they existed until into my 20s. Maybe close to it like 18 yeah. 17 uh all wonderful yeah those are all really good no no uh real big fish stinkers in there <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so your definitive one is which i guess for what i was listening to back then at the time was marilyn manson mechanical wow, <laughs> man I didn't know anything else existed back then. I, very small bubble. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interest. I mean, interesting that that's your pick. That's something I didn't know about you. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really a goth. I just, I, I didn't. I was so young. I didn't really know what I was, and that's back then what I, what I was listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, my close call is a, a, a lot like Beck Mutations, an album that like 
I wish I could just beg people to listen to. I loved it in 1998. So actually a kid at school uh, that we went with, his name was Ben, he bought the album and he hated it. He was like, this album sucks. Like I bought it for this one song and every other song's bad. And I'm like, I'll take it. And uh, I took it and I remember in 1998 being like, this is incredible. And it's still just like start to finish just such Mm. a fun album. Uh, and it's by Sean Lennon, uh, who is the son mm. of John Lennon, uh, and it's called Into the Sun. And uh, it's just, you know, it's like such a tall task. It was his first album. I think he was like 20, the son of John Lennon. Um, and, you know, you, you can see him battling. Like there's some songs where it's like he's obviously like tapping into his father. He sounds a lot like his dad, like his voice. Um, and then you could also see him kind of like breaking, trying to like do some different stuff, like more electronic or like super hard alternative, but it's a mixture of all this stuff. It's got like country songs. It's got folk songs. It's, it's a really eclectic album. And, um, yeah, Sean Lennon into the sun. I would, I would urge people Hmm. to, uh, to check it out. Um, he only made two formal albums. Uh, his next album was called friendly fire, which is actually really good too. Uh, and then he kind of like, I think he geared, he drifted off into kind of like scoring some films. And I think he just, you know, he doesn't really do music that much now, but um, interesting. Yeah. Um, but of course, yeah. Elliot Smith XO. Um, that was also a pick from Jordan, Melissa and our friend Chris. Uh, it's a, you know, a beautiful, beautiful album. Obviously it's like Elliot Smith tapping into his Beatles side. Um, and, uh, yeah, his stuff's always great. I also had Not a Surf Proximity Effect. Um, new New Radicals, maybe you've been brainwashed oh. too. No? <laughs> Are you? No? no I was just, I, I'm glad you mentioned it because I had forgotten, but uh, it was just making me think of Chris talking about New Radicals, you know? Like, crazy. <laughs> I was like, man. Uh, it's a, it's a very, it's not it's not a hundred percent like there are there are a few songs on there that are kind of eh, but um it's very good still there's still a lot of good songs and then one album that i think is also underrated is uh billy bragg and wilco uh it's hmm. called mermaid avenue um and it's uh it's a great again kind of folky album I really like interesting yeah. uh before we before we do ferguson's just a couple other stuff uh, that came out that year that yeah. nobody else picked, but I wanted to mention. Yeah. Uh, Semisonic uh, with Feeling Strangely Fine. Mm. That was uh, kind of a big one in my bedroom. Uh, Eve Six self titled. They've made a comeback on Twitter. The guy from Eve Six is like now the like, most popular. Like, <laughs> it's weird. Uh, okay. Uh, one of my favorite live albums of all time, They Might Be Giants, Severe Tire Damage. Yeah. Um, which yeah, features Dr. Worm, of course. Uh, that's the only recorded track. The rest is live. Uh, um, um, yeah, I think... I, I want to say that it has... Um, she's Actual Size. I think so. a yeah. very good rendition of that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Recommended. I'm, uh, I'm just getting into They Might Be Giants, just only because mm. people keep comparing my songs to uh, They Might ah, Be Giants. So it's a... 2000, what year is it? 21? And I'm... <laughs> <laughs> that's where i'm at they might be giants that's awesome they might be giants yeah. is one of those like bands where maybe this is true for all bands i don't know but like starting from the start makes sense like working your way yeah. chronologically makes sense with them yeah mm. yeah um and i also noted uh fat boy 
Fatboy Slim, You've Come a Long Way, Baby, uh, which was a, I just think, kind of a cool album. Like, a, mm. you know. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Ferguson? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually don't have a Ferguson for album. I'm, ex- okay. I'm excited excited about my Ferguson. What oh. is it? Uh, yeah. Vanilla Ice, Hard to Swallow. <laughs> Never. My brother, Justin, bought it. Interesting. And- and I think he bought it. I'm pretty sure he did. And I was so pumped. I'm like, Vanilla Ice is back. <laughs> I remember I listened to that whole album, and I was, I it it was exactly what it was called. Hard to swallow. Yeah, you're really taking a chance calling your album that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like it's, it's like check out my new record. This album sucks. Like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've I've never I've never listened to it. I will take no, your word on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I also didn't have a Ferguson. Uh you know, I'm sure there is stuff, uh but yeah. I, I just nothing that came to my mind. Um our uh listener true nineties Nick picked uh Believe by Cher as his mm. Ferguson. Yeah, it's a good pick. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, do you guys know the top selling album this year? Is it still Titanic? Yes, it is. Okay. Nailed it. Yeah. Crazy. So that was also 97 as well? Um, it may not have been because didn't it come out really late in 97? It did come out late. Um, I don't remember absolutely for sure, but I, we did talk about it a lot. Yeah. Um, soundtracks like that, it's kind of a reoccurring thing now. Like it seems like soundtracks kind of led the way in the nineties. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, they're kind of like mixtapes before, uh, Mm. Spotify or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, other picks from our listeners, uh, lost in music also picked new radicals. Mm. Um, Allie and Quincy picked the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Mm. Uh, Jordan and Vaughn picked in an aeroplane over the sea uh, by Neutral Milk Hotel. Hmm. Um, oh, no? No. Oh, man. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's really good. Okay. Uh, Ethan picked Stunt by Bare Naked Ladies, an, okay. an album I definitely spun. I remember that that powder blue <laughs> disc, One Week, Alcohol. Oh, my gosh. Uh <laughs> Brett picked another album I spun a lot in 98, uh, which was A Door by the Smashing Pumpkins. Sure. Yeah, a little bit darker on the darker side. Uh, Outcast's album was picked by Bob and Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Uh, American Water by Silver Jews was picked by Chris. Um, Jay-Z Volume 2, Hard Knocks Life was picked by Corey and Marcus Smith. Uh, Christmas Attic by the Trans-Siberian uh, Orchestra was picked by True Night huh. Nick. Um, Rob Zombie, Hellbilly Deluxe, uh, picked by Justin. <laughs> nice. Um, Hello Nasty by Beastie Boys was picked by Manny, mm. yeah. uh, Nicopotamus, Melissa, Zombie Chaos, and wow. Passiac Buster Nine. Uh, probably the most popular pick. Yeah. Um, and that that album was seemed pretty huge too, with like Intergalactic and uh, sure. Body Moving. Um, the Velvet Rope by Janet Jackson was picked by Samuel Cart. Yeah. Uh, Endless Megan picked Candy Ass by Orgy. Uh, I was I thought about that one. That that wasn't I told you I was listening listening to Marilyn Manson, so I had a little bit of Orgy. Yeah. And, uh, it just kind of blended well with that. Was that the cover? Was that the um 
wasn't yeah their big hit was the uh, that cover right um yeah how do you feel what's what is that called though um how does it blue, feel? blue monday or something <laughs> yes <laughs> yes that's right that's right yeah. uh jesse picked the titanic soundtrack lauren and shay is awesome picked americana offspring uh lauren and marley picked dizzy up the girl goo goo dolls uh T-Bear Dart picked Downward is Heavenward by Hum. Um, Charlie picked Devil Without a Cause, Kid Rock. Maybe that'll be my Ferguson. Uh, <laughs> Cynthia, Viva 90s, I'm Drunk Man, and Manny picked Corn. Follow the Leader. Okay. No? <laughs> Never got into Corn, really. I heard the patented, uh, patented uh, Andrew Breathen. <laughs> Just not my favorite. That's all. Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, I kind of liked Freak on a Leash. Mm. That was kind of good. All right. Uh, Cynthia picked DMX, and Vaughn also picked a whole celebrity skin. Cool. So, uh, you know, some interesting stuff. A very, a collection of very 1998 music. Like, yeah. you know, Elliot Smith XO is a great album because Elliot is an incredible songwriter. But even like that feels like a very 1998 album for Elliot. Like it's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird year for me. Um, okay, Bobby, where are we going? Should we? Can, is it okay that we just go straight to songs? Yeah, of course. I mean, while we're here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my song uh, also came off my top CD. Uh, Less than Jake, history of a boring town. Yeah, um, I think it was one of the hits, I think, or singles off yeah, of that one. For sure. um, yeah, I, I was I re-listened to some of the tracks today just to refresh me, and uh, that really was the, uh, I don't know, it just felt like it all came together on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the culmination of Less Than Jake. I don't know if I knew that you were such a Less Than Jake fan, and oh. Andrew, I, I've known you since... Uh, was in two or three, I think. And uh, Lesson Jake to me is such a uh, energetic, mm. so much like bouncing around. And I feel like I think of you, and you're you're like <laughs> you remind me of the, the movie we were talking about, where it's just so cool and the Big Lebowski, like you know, I'm chilling, man. So. Yeah. Well, that was the uh, that was like big pop pop punk uh, era. Um, after Blink-182, I think mm-hmm. this was, like, my next step in that s- sort of direction. Um, and they but, yeah, s- love them. And they seemed kind of like, I know they weren't, but they seemed like underground, you know? Like, they seemed yeah. like, uh, okay, oh. well, if everybody's getting into Blink, like, Less yeah. Than Jake is, a, you know, a little, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little more nitty um, And I it suddenly just remembered that one of the things that like made me notice them after hearing about them was that they had like a lot of Pez iconography mm. in various places uh, I was into Pez yeah. at that point you definitely so. were into Pez 
that might be the first time that's come up. Andrew, you, yeah, you are a peasant. You are a peasant. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you collected, right? You... Yeah, I just had a lot of Pez. Got a lot of different okay. ones at the time. Do you have any favorites? Um, favorite Pez? Yeah. Uh, one that, like, just sticks in my head that I don't even think they make it anymore was a Halloween one. It was like a dog skull on the top of it. It was just like a really weird looking one, yeah. really interesting. Um, so, uh, yeah. That sounds right. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was just thinking about too? Like, I think you and I and, you know, kids in Cleveland, we had a good alternative station. Like they played. Yeah. All the stuff we're talking about, they played it. Um, yeah. So I think we also were really lucky because I think that's that station went out in 99. Uh, it, it turned out, you know, it changed over. So I feel like we got lucky with like hearing stuff that was not just, you know, number one hits or whatever. Yeah. I feel like Cleveland's kind of been good in that way in various forms. Like there's always been like a weird counterculture type of thing going on beneath everything else yeah here definitely like not just alternative like rap um yeah all sorts yeah. of art yeah 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 bobby favorite song this is a song that you could have played back then or you could play it for my 34 year old self and i would marilyn react. manson <laughs> surprisingly Marilyn Manson as an album captivated me but I surprisingly uh for myself when I discovered that uh Inside Out Eve 6 came out in 98 mm. I was I was surprised to feel like that is my song I would swallow my pride I would choke on the rinds but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside swallow my doubt turn it inside out find nothing but faith yeah it's just something about eve six that it's not the album there's a couple songs on the album that i i love yeah. but just the song by itself uh it it is the song that I love out of all the songs that came out in 98 the most. Did, did you have the album? I did. That was a song. I mean, all of my music pretty much came from my brother, Justin. Uh, and this was one of his albums that I would secretly uh-huh. play when he wasn't around. <laughs> and, and it was just the song spoke to me. And there's another song on that album as well. Maybe that's why I have such a fond thing for e6 the open road song oh yeah but uh yeah inside out though just it's just something about it that was different than like blink 182 just something about them that felt like they had that like catchiness of the pop punk that i was listening to but they also had like this other side of them that was like untapped for me like this rock side and i don't, I don't know just something about them that was mysterious and i i enjoyed it for sure I, I was a big leech guy. <laughs> Sucking on your brain. <laughs> he, I mean, he, he's, he's pretty good with the lyric. I, I'll say that, um, whoever the singer is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he's redheaded. That's all I know about yes. him. Oh, Max. That's his name, Max. Uh, yeah, he is redheaded. <laughs> I think he's giant. I think he's like six foot five. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's it's a good tune. It's a good pick, Bobby. I like Eve Six. Yeah. Just a couple songs, not the album. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so we're clear. <laughs> All right. Uh, my favorite song of 1998 uh, is from an album I mentioned. Um, it's from the album by Billy Bragg and Wilco. Uh, the song mm. is called California Stars. you heard there a very folky uh but feel good kind of song and uh it never really gets old um interesting i don't know it but yeah so so california stars comes from uh the album called mermaid avenue and it's pretty much a collection of songs by woody guthrie that were never released um i guess guthrie's daughter had like a bunch of his music that he had written down on paper with lyrics and sometimes with like the notes written but he had never recorded and so uh billy bragg and wilco like said like we'd like to make we'd like to make the album um and so all the songs are the the lyrics are all written by woody guthrie and it's kind of them like interpreting the music um so it's it's a cover album but it's not right because like nobody had ever heard the songs um so it's really interesting. Um, there's there's a few songs I love from it. I mean, California Stars is my favorite, but there's um, a song called uh, Walt, Whitman, Walt Whitman's Niece, which is really good. Um, Hoodoo Voodoo, She Came Along to Me. Um, I would really recommend that album, but California Stars you, is an all-time choice. If you made a, 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 like a Spotify playlist or something with these the songs you're talking about, I will 100% enjoy listening to that. <laughs> Well, just, just listen to this episode and you can listen to the clips. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds like less work. <laughs> People are going to be like, Bobby, are you listening to something with your show? <laughs> You're like, I'm just listening for the clips. <laughs> yeah. Um, close calls? Yeah. Um, mine is Super Drag Hellbent. Ah. probably my favorite song of the album i mean i just like refreshed myself um Mm. and that was the one that kind of stuck out to me the most it was like one of those albums that i spent a lot of time um mowing the lawn to Ah, Uh, so it's some (laughs) 
heavy memories. <laughs> great, great way of like, I d- yeah, that's a great way of like invoking what an album means. Like, yes, yeah, I cut yeah. the grass to this album in the nineties. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, from that album, my favorite is um, uh, "Do the Vampire." You know that one? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. yeah. Great album. Good pick. Uh, Bobby, what's call song? Uh, nope. I, I'm... <laughs> one good one good song by Eve Six in 1998. <laughs> no, Intergalactic by Beastie Boys. <laughs> That, there, there's a song that I loved, and I, I had a hard time listening to the rest of the album. So if I had to pick oh. a song that I loved, uh, the Beastie Boys. I just, I was already a fan of the Beastie Boys, so that might have made it what gravitated me towards mm. that song. Great song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My close call is uh, a real anthem, also picked by Brett and Nico Potamus, uh, which is "You Get What You Give" by the New Radicals. Ah. Uh. It's a feel-good anthem. I think it's uh, yeah. a song that is like not embarrassing to even put on in 2021. Um, you know, they just yeah. they just played the Biden inauguration. What? <laughs> yeah. No way. I gotta look that up. I was I was in a cover band uh, playing that song, and so for research for that band, I looked up a bunch of live videos, and I was like, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> well they only they only played in 1998 uh it's the only album they ever released uh they're, they're so their singer greg alexander he's like an incredible songwriter he went on just to be like one of those guys that writes for other people like he wrote a bunch of songs i think for like Katy perry and wow. or not Katy perry um adele i think um, even cooler <laughs> yeah either he's just one of those guys uh same as like the lead singer of semi-sonic dan wilson he just writes for other people I think that's who I'm thinking of with Adele, but um, so, but they, so they only did stuff in '98, and then Greg Alexander was like, "Being famous sucks. I don't want to do this." Um, <laughs> but I think uh, Joe Biden's son, who passed away, Bo Biden, uh, his wow. favorite song was "You Get What You Give." Wow. So Biden, the Bidens actually reached out to them, saying like, "Would you play one more time?" Uh, Whoa! So, Crazy. Yeah, so they did. Yeah, that's. <laughs> and you're right, Bobby. You're incredible. right, Bobby. They sounded like so-so. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why he gave it up. It's like you know what, this 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 doesn't translate. Um, yeah. 
Uh, so that's my close call. A couple other things I just want to shout out uh, from Beck's album, if you're Mutations, if you're looking for one, a really fun one is called Lazy Flies. Uh, I love the song by Rufus Wainwright called April Fools. That's a great song. Um, Doo-Wop, That Thing by Lauryn Hill is like, hmm. it It holds up. Like, if it came out today, you'd be like, yeah, the song's awesome. Um, that was also picked by Quincy. Uh, of course, I think songs that maybe mean something to us uh, in 98, uh, Dr. Worm. Oh, so boy. good. Yeah. Are you Jimmy Ray? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Kidding me? Yeah. Uh, Circles by Soul Coughing. Um, All the Kids Are All Right by Local H. Um, you know, a song that really like brings me right back to 98 is um <laughs> is Rockabye by Sean Mullins. Oh gosh. Yeah. In that godforsaken town. Uh, (laughs) It takes me back to Halloween of 98 for sure. I remember driving. You remember remember our friend Jordan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We went to a haunted house with him. And, like, uh, I remember being in his car and that song coming on and being like. I'm just being like, just being perfect. like, life is perfect. Yes, I'm, go- I'm going to a haunted house. <laughs> Rockabye is playing. I'm going to sleep over his house tonight. We're going to watch SNL. <laughs> I, I really specifically remember this night. And I remember that night on SNL, Jimmy Fallon, like on Weekend Update, doing um, like song parodies. And he did a Sex and Candy parody. And just wow. being like, this is the pinnacle of my life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is it. It's all downhill yeah. from this night. That's it. Yeah, and rock and rockabye by Sean Mullins is kind of the thing that ties it together. <laughs> um, Ferguson's. Yeah. Um, since you mentioned it, this was my second Ferguson. But uh, are you Jimmy Ray? Uh. <laughs> Just a classic. Almost like the definition of a Ferguson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just, but, but you, I don't even but know you love time. it though, don't you? Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's like I hate it, but I love it. Bobby, it's, do you remember this song? Are you talking which one? Are you Jimmy Ray? Who wants to know? <laughs> Are you Stingray? Who wants? To Who know? wants to know? You remember this? Uh, ba- based on that, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you would remember. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to Marilyn Manson, you're definitely not listening to Jimmy Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Right. But even Gosh. in '98, it was a song we were making fun of. Like you know, yeah, what I mean? like we insane. we were 12 and being like, "This is terrible." Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, my main one though, I have a little story about. This is just Ooh. a song that, <laughs> um, years later, senior year in high school, during art class, um, the art teacher had like two mix cds that she would just play non-stop you know over and over again so there's like certain songs that just got stuck in my head and the ultimate of those is brandy and monica the boy is oh, mine <laughs> just unbearable once you've heard that for the like 400th time oh my God. it's enough it's wild while you're trying to be creative yes this is art class <laughs> oh my god it was just the worst it was like one of those songs where just you know when it comes on and everybody at the table kind of like glances uh, up like god like, 
Yeah, what do you feel inspired to draw? Like, a bowl of, like, God grapes out boy is mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Well, that's a good story, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby, do you have a Ferguson? I guess, but uh, I feel like I might hurt some people's feelings. Iris by the Google Dolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just never was able to sit back and relax and enjoy the Google Dolls for some reason. I, I want to, and I know there's some cool chords in the song, but uh, Iris, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, it just makes me want to get up and walk out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not that kind of guy, though. It's Yeah, it's pretty melodramatic, and it was on all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With that, like, video with, uh, it wasn't it from the movie with, like, Nick Cage and, like, Meg Ryan or something? City of Angels. Uh, City, City of Angels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, like, it was, like, Goo Goo Dolls with, like, close-ups of, like, Nick Cage's face or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Another, uh, super popular soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, these are good ones. Well, uh, my Ferguson's also from a soundtrack, uh, which is I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by, uh, Ooh, Aerosmith. boy. Uh, that that was also Allie's Ferguson. Um, Bobby might not know this one because don't want to lose. Definitely know this song. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I think I I uh, maybe I'm misremembering this, but I'm pretty sure that the only way to get that song for a while was on that soundtrack. Oh man! So for a while, like I was working at uh, a record store and. You know, people would be looking for that soundtrack. I'm like, why is everyone looking for this stupid thing? I hate. I they there's sometimes they still do that where it's like yeah, you yeah. want the single. There was a there's a song I love called "I Love the Unknown" by Eve Barzile, and it was on the Rocket Science soundtrack. And for mm. I'd check iTunes for years, being like, <laughs> it's got to be for sale now. And it just like never was. It was always just like you got to buy. The, sorry, you got to buy the soundtrack. You know. And you refused. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I but it was also weird because it was like slightly past the Napster days and there wasn't like mm. as many download sites. So it was like it came out in 2007. So it was like that sweet spot of like, yeah. how the hell do I get this? Song? <laughs> anyway, junkie move. Uh, some other Ferguson's people picked uh, Cowboy uh, by Kid Rock <laughs> from Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> you know that one, Bobby? Oh, yeah. Cowboy, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I I never hated Kid Rock. I never hated him until recently. I guess I don't know. <laughs> until he became a, a an outspoken Republican. Ah, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and then True Nineties Nick picked uh, Believe by Cher, mm, which I think sure. I've mentioned before. Was I think that was the first song I'd ever heard Auto Tune on. And I remember yeah, being yeah. like, what the heck is going on? Like, <laughs> what's wrong with her voice? And I, I hated when the song came on. And now it's like, you can't be on the radio unless you sound like, you know, like, yeah. super out of tune. Um, it's weird. Uh, yeah. Listener picks. Uh, Chris and Ethan picked one week by Bare Naked Ladies. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> fan. Uh, Chris uh, Taylor? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cat Dog Taylor himself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice. I respect the honesty. I respect it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Zombie Chaos picked The Kids Aren't Alright by mm. The Offspring. 
Um, My Heart Will Go On, picked uh, by SMCQ93. I Want You Back uh, by InSync, but I didn't write down who oh. wrote it, so I, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Someone liked it. Uh, closing Time was picked by Corey, Semisonic. Nice. Uh, Rough Rider Anthem, DMX, was picked by Viva 90s. Uh, when I Grow Up by Garbage by Passiac Buster. Nice. Hmm. Uh, Music Box Blues by Trans Siberian Orchestra by True 90s Nick. Huh. Uh, ooh, um, Cleveland Rocks by the Presidents oh, of the United yes. States of America. Goblin Heath picked that. <laughs> nice. Uh, love that cover. And yeah, so good. It, it definitely is the song that plays every time a Cleveland team wins a game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like, boy, the presidents of the United States have had to just make a boatload off of Cleveland, Indiana, yeah. Browns, and Cavs. Like, <laughs> if they win, you're walking out with that song blasting. Um, Can't Let Go by Lucinda Williams by Allie. Uh, In the Aeroplane Over the Sea, Neutral Milk Hotel. That was Jordan's pick. Great song. Uh, Lauren picked Celebrity Skin by Hole. Uh, Jordan and Melissa p- picked Waltz Number no. 2 by Elliot Smith. I would also recommend Waltz Number no. 1. Um, Truly Madly Deeply uh, by Savage Garden, picked by Vince. Uh, Got the Life by Corn, picked by Cynthia. Um, Strung Out Ultimate uh, Devotion, well, that was picked by Justin. New Noise Refused by T Bear Dart. My Favorite Game by the. Uh, Cardigans, that was uh, Jordan. Ooh, yeah, Rob Zombie, Dragula, uh, Zachary <laughs> Jackson Brown. <laughs> Freak on a Leash, Corn by Katie, uh-huh. Endless Megan, and I'm Drunk Man. Wow. Uh, boy, lots of lots of songs, sorry. Uh, Given to Fly by Pearl Jam. Shay is awesome, pick that. Jordan picked uh, Meet Virginia by Train. Oh, man, I did not like that song. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember that one? Made for gin, yeah. 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 Not as bad as Drops of Jupiter, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh Jordan also picked Iris. Uh oh. Sorry. Uh <laughs> Jesse picked <laughs> Jesse picked Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Uh Ben picked Hit Me Baby One More Time, Britney Spears. And finally, Marley and Charlie picked I Don't Wanna Miss a Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. So there it is. Lots of lots of songs. Some cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know the top single? Probably won't. We haven't mentioned it. Not my heart will go on. No. Oh, you know what? I think I saw it. Um, is it by a group called Next? Yep. Too soon. Too close. Oh, too close. Yeah. And I put that song on, and I'm like, I've never heard the song in my life. <laughs> Did you listen to it? I didn't listen to it. I was like, how is this the number one song of the year? I never <laughs> heard this song. Yeah. Maybe we're just out of touch. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good thing we have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bobby, where are we going? Uh, next, I had video games, but should we keep it uh, with, with music and just finish it out with music videos? Sure. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, well, my music video, I, I'll i be surprised if either of you guys saw it. Um, it is the 
video for Circles by Soul Coughing. Oh yeah, watch, um, watch but it, it today. Uh, <laughs> this might be a different video. It's oh. the Cartoon Network um, oh. version of this. Oh. No. So this is they made like this like weird um, thing with the Flintstones, where like uh, Barney and Fred are walking like past the same background over and over again and they're kind of talking to each they're talking to each other in subtitles like what is happening like where are we uh they're just kind of going crazy it's just like very bizarre like surreal um very cool video it was originally made or used footage um well they used footage from flintstones but like repurposed it to work in this video that's that's really cool yeah i definitely want to rewatch or watch that i don't think i've ever seen that very fun one and that's a that's a really fun song too yeah 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 for sure cool bobby favorite music video (laughs) (laughs) all right well the video that i remember as a 11 year old that i had to go back and rewatch just because i thought it was really uh ahead of its time as far as the the camera work was Miami by Will Smith. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just something about it, like how it just keeps the angles just keep like yeah. flying from one scene to another. It just felt like way ahead of its time. And maybe, maybe it wasn't, but to me it was. And it just felt like that was something I've never seen before. Yeah. I, I, yeah, can't, I, can't, I can't, I can't <laughs> quite recall the video, but um, I, I'm sure it's in Miami. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, Bob. The uh, like effect that they use. Uh, it just like fly, like it, it shows his face. It's, oh, it's, you, you see it now on everything, like on TikTok, people do this. But it's like just like the face, like zooming in on the face, but then zooming out, and it's like a different scene, and it just like keeps following him around doing his thing. Yeah. But it's like just the scenes are flying around all over the place. Yeah, a very particular, very memorable effect. It's so much that I, um, I <laughs> yes, that, that I'm talking about it. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, I uh, I picked a song we've already talked about. That's uh, New Radicals. You get what you give. Mm. Um, okay. I picked this because, I mean, it was on, like, every 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but it's essential 90s. Like, to me, it's an essential 90s video. People yeah. running around yeah. a shopping mall. Dogs <laughs> running on the... Dogs on the loose <laughs> in the shopping mall. Greg Alexander, the singer, just, like, losing his shit, like, in elevators, <laughs> on mall benches, <laughs> etc. cetera. <laughs> um, it's just a very 90s, like, the clothing, the style... Uh, I love the shopping mall setting. Like that by itself is just kind of like this is 1998. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I want to say that it was somewhat unremarkable, but I remember it like that's too. You know, I, I haven't seen it forever, yes. but I remember exactly what it looks that's like. That's kind of the thing. Like, yeah, I, I. It is not the best video. Like there are better made videos that I'm going to mention here in a second. <laughs> But, um, and it wasn't my video until I, because I didn't rewatch it. And then today I put it on like, no, this is like, this is 1998. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this video is it, uh, you know, letting the dogs loose and putting like executives in cages. And, uh, mm-hmm. so it's, it's, uh, pretty gnarly. I did, I did note that like, uh, a lot of 1998 videos have, it seems the trend is going towards like putting a blue or gray filter over the video. 
Uh, so this one at least like doesn't do that. <laughs> uh, close call. Nice. Uh, yeah, mine is Eels. Last stop this town. Ooh. Um, in this video, the lead singer is like sitting at this table as this weird carrot, uh, like version of his face is constructed. Yeah. It's kind of, it's very bizarre, like hard to describe kind of, but, um, just real surreal, really cool effects. Um, just like kind of up my alley. Yeah. I forgot about that video, but that's, yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Bobby. I had a, I had a hard time with music videos because <clears throat> not sure if I was sending the year right. And yeah. So to me, I think of 98, I'm, I'm stuck with that Miami video of Will Smith. <laughs> I just, I wasn't sure. And I saw that Harvey Danger came out in, in 90, the video came out in 98? Or yeah. I know the album came out in 97. Yeah, the, so videos are always tricky, like, the, but yeah. it, it, we, we count it. Like, even if the song came out in 97, as long as the video came out, it's, it's, it's yeah. good to pick. So I just have, I, I don't think the video of Harvey Danger is that memorable. I just... Something about it, uh, it was a video that I saw when I was, when it came out, and it, to me, it left a lasting impression, just seeing his face singing. And something about him, it's just memorable, and not not the video, but just, to yeah. me, Harvey Danger struck something that I enjoyed. Yeah. The lead singer, Sean Nelson, he's just, like, very memorable looking. He's got that, like, wiry hair, the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, cool. I, I picked um, I picked Praise You as my close call by Fatboy hmm. Slim. Uh, this is like uh, the f- so if you do you remember it? I'm trying to recall it. So it's you know the director Spike Jones. Yeah. He's the main person in it. It's like him and a bunch of old people just dancing in front of a movie theater. It's like the first I think example I remember of a flash mob. It's like legit. People don't know they're being filmed for a music video, so people are in a huge line waiting to get into a movie. And like Spike Jones and these people just start like breaking out dancing, and um, like they're having the time of their lives. But like, like, like the '90s videos do. You know, they'll like cut in actual audio, and you hear people in the line booing them, like for like (laughs) for like dancing in front of them because it's not great. Like the dancing's not great. But it's really funny. Um, It's so weird that it's like Spike Jones, who, like, if you don't know, Spike Jones directed um, Adaptation and Being John Malkovich. And, uh, you know, he started as a music video director, but he's like a pretty accomplished director himself. Uh, He directed her. Um, So he's just like flailing around dancing while these, like, people I assume in New York City are just like, what is happening? Um, (laughs) It's a really funny. Really funny uh, video. My, the one I had before that was uh, Pearl Jam, Do the Evolution. Have you ever seen that one? Hmm. I don't know if I've seen it. Great animation. It's, like, really, really cool. It almost reminds me of, like, heavy metal or, like, it's... it's Oh, it's, yeah. It's fully animated. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> very cool. It's really cool. Um, I, uh, I'm watching that Praise You. <laughs> it is amazing right now. <laughs> How come I don't remember this? It it's is so it's so funny. And they're wearing they're wearing like skin tight like almost yoga pants, right? Like 
Yeah. The, the dancing is just <laughs> hilarious. And the people in line are like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, to me, that's closer to, like, Tim and Eric, where it's just, like, making people uncomfortable, people, like, booing. Like, um, yeah, it's really, really funny. Fatboy Slim made great videos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, oh, T Bear Dart also picked Do the Evolution. Our, our most popular video was definitely Intergalactic uh, uh-huh. by Beastie Boys. Um, Allie picked it, Manny, Zombie Chaos, uh, Hasiak Buster, Lost in Music. Um, and it was a cool, it was a cool video. It was kind of like a throwback 60s sci fi, uh, yeah, yeah, giant robot. <laughs> I'm just shocked nobody else said Miami by Uh well we did it is shocking. Uh, Jesse picked Will Smith, but it was getting jiggy with it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure that was a great video. Yeah, it was, you know. Like those kind of late nineties uh rap videos kinda all had not all, but like they, a lot of them had that same feel of like being in a shiny room. Yeah. Like a very reflective room. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. yes. Like I think of like Missy Elliott and uh, yeah. Mace and Puff Daddy. And, yeah. um, anyway, uh, other picks. Um, <laughs> Andrew, uh, Marley, and our friend Chris picked The Boy is Mine by Brandy and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, Charlie picked Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Um, ben picked Doo-Wop, That Thing by Lauren Hill, which is actually, a, it is a very cool video. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like split between the 50s and the 90s. Same yeah. thing happening, just on different sides of the screen. Uh, Zach picked Dragula. <laughs> Rob Zombie just, you know, romping in the Dragula nice. car. Uh, Brett and Corey picked Iris. Um, Bob picked Doohost. Oh, yeah. Rom- Romstein. Um, Bob also picked Judgment Day by Method Man Um, Katie uh oh Bobby here you go Katie picked I Don't Like the Drugs by uh, Marilyn Manson (laughs) (laughs) I feel that deep down inside Um, and then uh, Vince picked Frozen by Madonna which was a Mm. very like I think blue looking video (laughs) (laughs) very blue Fastball the way that video is really mm. blue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> semisonic closing time that's like more of like a green filter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I you know I really like the Everclear video for everything to everyone. It's like that blue room where it's just like rotating around in a circle and it just keeps changing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure. I know that. Oh video. man, I, I I watched it today. I'm like, I still don't know how they edited this. Like, it's 1998, <laughs> and I don't get how they did this. I'm sure it's super simple, but it's like real trickery. Um, <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and other thoughts about Everclear. Okay, uh, where are we going, Bobby? Oh wait. Oh wait, oh. I'm before sorry. we I'm go sorry. on. Okay. Uh, MTV Video of the Year. Ooh. You guys know it. Ooh. Uh, We've mentioned the artist like once really recently. Okay. Um, but we haven't mentioned the song. Mm. Can't remember if, we, if it even if it was for sure a 98, 98 song or what. Is it but... Celine Dion? No. Hmm. Fat Boy Slim. I. Yeah. No. 
I thought I looked and I thought it was Brandy. I, <laughs> some places were saying that that was the top single or something. Uh, but, uh, oh, okay. What is it? It is Madonna, Ray of Light. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That that must have been like her music album with a Q. Um, music. Music. Or maybe, oh, maybe, maybe no, I, I think maybe the album was called Ray of Light. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, I think you might be right, Ray of Light. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bobby, where are we going next? Let's go to video games. Video games. All right. Um, well, I this was actually kind of tough for me, but I finally picked Zelda Ocarina of Time. Um, it was just like, it was like second to Mario 64 mm. as far as how pumped I am for this. Um, and it was great. Loved it. Loved it. Playing every second of it. Went through and got all the, uh, hidden stuff, whatever. Um, great game. Still great. Did you play that, Bobby? Zelda? I was more of a Zelda from the original Nintendo mm. player. And then when it came out on N64, everybody's heads were exploding. <laughs> this is amazing. And I was like, it's like, I, I don't, I haven't played it. I'm, and I'm not gonna. And I never did. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> uh, well, it was also Bob, Justin, Zombie, and Corey's pick. Nice. Yeah. I, I I just, I hear amazing things. I, I I don't know why I never played it. Yeah, it's a great but... game. I remember the gold cartridge, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I you better believe it. That was, an, I mean, I say this a lot, but that was definitely another game where I remember you guys playing it. Hmm. But I, you know, I just watched. <laughs> was it because Zelda is a one-player game? It is a one-player game, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's, I think that has something to do with it. Looking at what I chose and my close calls sure. there... Hmm not one player okay yeah. yeah that makes sense yeah i mean mm. it's definitely like the memories are built on multiplayer games for the most part yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. what did you pick for your favorite bobby favorite was because it was awesome back then and today people are like you have mario party yeah play mario oh party gosh, so, yes. yep um Love just it. yeah it's it's fun even by yourself Yes. But, have uh, you awesome. have you guys played the original in some time? I haven't in a long time. It's been a while. Yeah. Pop. The original Mario Party before N sixty four was there one? No this this was the original one that came out oh. this year or ninety eight. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's the one that they have at bar. Don't they have that at uh, the the bar downtown? Uh, maybe they do. Uh, or uh, what's it called? We're 16-bit. They have that like on the big screen in 16-bit. Oh. It's a bar that has all the, the video games, and I'm pretty sure I was playing that before the whole pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was nice. it was fun yeah. though. I mean, that was a real like sleepover. Get everybody together. Oh yeah. You know. I mean, that was get a blister on your palm from spinning the the joystick. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Like one of the top multiplayer games of my life. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. So good. So much fun. Um, <laughs> okay, my pick. Oh, by the way, uh, Mario Party was also picked by Manny and Melissa. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, my pick was picked by nobody. <laughs> but, and- Andrew, I know you'll respect this. <laughs> so I picked Rush 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
Um, Rush 2 is a racing game. Uh, I'm, I don't think it was that popular, but we discovered uh, something on it called Stunt Mode. And the, the Stunt Mode level on Rush 2 is uh, a work of art. Um, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I still play it from time to time now where it's just like, it's so fun. It's actually competitive, like trying to rake up the points, pull off the tricks. Yeah. Um, the game itself, like the tracks are really hard. Like the steering is really difficult. Like turns are impossible. Um, but we still played it, but the stunt mode, I mean, we'd go hours. Like I, I remember yeah. we would just play the heck out of stunt mode. Um, so for that reason, I mean, Mario Party's classic, but I'm just, I have such fond memories yeah. of Rush 2 stunt mode. Yeah, that's pretty great. Um, and that's one of those like hidden gem like little parts of a game yeah um and i i feel like i don't really like uh like realistic car games yeah. per se but uh this but stunt mode you're right was like what is this why didn't you just make a whole game yes of different levels of this yeah like different <laughs> levels with objects you can just do things yeah. off of yes um the thing you're in it looks like you're in just like a huge warehouse and they have yeah, like yeah. rocks and ramps that change colors and yeah, all these like, and you're getting points by like Mountain Dew cans in the sky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're getting you're racking up points by like your car spinning in a certain way. Yes, or whatever. It was like it was almost even hard to figure out like what gave you points or like more points. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and if you landed on your roof, you know you'd burst into flames. Yeah. you got <laughs> to hit up C real fast so you refresh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, stunt mode two. Yeah. Uh, Solid. I'm sorry, Rush 2 stunt mode. <laughs> Go get it. Rush out yeah, to your local 64. store. <laughs> how did you how do you get to the stunt mode? Is it just something that Yeah, how, it's, a, is it's it on the menu? Yeah, or? like when you're flipping through it's like Los Angeles, Alcatraz, Seattle, uh, uh, <laughs> uh you know, uh, <laughs> Miami and then it's like stunt. It's just called stunt. Yeah. Um, but the course layout looks so mm. insane that you're like, "Okay, I'll try this." Uh, and it's yeah, it's a blast. Yeah, it almost like feels like it was an afterthought and yeah. ended up just like accidentally being the greatest part of the game. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I'd play it for so long. I'm like, well, I guess I probably should do a track, and I'd do a track. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like no, that sucks. Let's let's do stunt mode again. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's because you'd go so fast in that game that like slowing down wasn't an option and so like you would just inevitably burst into flames hitting a wall <laughs> yeah i i do remember playing stunt mode i don't know if it was with you guys Probably. it might have been be. but i just remember getting <laughs> so much air spinning the car yeah. in the air for a long time so much fun enjoying yeah, it so much fun. yeah great pick <laughs> um close call uh yeah my close call was mario party of course <laughs> um fantastic Loved it. Uh, I remember going out to buy it the first day it came out, mm. and uh, it was just like instantly we got into it. Um, what was uh, Castaways was the one where you destroy your hand. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. And they eventually came out with like a glove that you could get. <laughs> I never got it, but um, yeah, just amazing game. And that first one, I feel like, was so well balanced. It was like anybody could play this and uh, compete. Um, yeah, love it. So good. Um, well, for me, it was a game. I believe it came with. Did it come with an N sixty four? The ten eighty. 
Hmm. I mean, maybe it came with like a certain I, version of it or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I want to say at some point it may have. 1080 is a game that I remember always having with my N64 and just kind of playing it. And then one day it just, I just obsessed over 1080 <laughs> and I just always played it until I got all the levels first place and just, I don't know, yeah. something about it was... That was my game, and I was challenging anyone that came over. Like, hey, you think you could beat me? <laughs> <laughs> I guess learning on like the half pipe, how to do all the tricks and just accomplishing it. Yeah, something. Yeah, something about it. Andrew, is there? That's interesting. So, like, 1080 is your like, yeah, come beat me game, Bobby. Yeah, until other games came out for like like. Tony Hawk's first game yeah. later on, but <laughs> Andrew, do you, oh, yeah. Andrew, do you have a like game where you're like, go ahead, step up if you want? Um, well, at this time, it was uh, Mario Kart 64. Yeah, and specifically uh, Bowser's Castle level. Oh my god! Like, there was yeah. I, re- <laughs> I remember one day I played with uh, my dad and my brother, and they like decided that they were just gonna beat me. <laughs> So we, I we wanna, just like, I think I remember this. It was like hours, wasn't it? Yes, hours. we literally played for hours with them just taking turns. Finally, one of them beat me, and you know that was it. Wow, but yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, I think the uh, first Ken Griffey Jr. for N sixty four. Like our friends, we love the Super mm. Nintendo one. And yeah. I moved on to that 64 one, and I loved it, but yeah, nobody yeah. else did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I became like, I remember you being a master of it. I mean, compared to us, at least. Yeah, I was insanely good. The problem was nobody liked playing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. It had such a ridiculous batting thing, where you yeah. like have to follow the ball with the cursor yes. or something. Yeah, the, like, the, you'd have to move the joystick with the pitch. Um, just nuts. Yeah. I don't know how you... <laughs> Got used to that. Uh, many lonely hours. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, my close call is definitely Mario Party. Uh, yeah. I just, you know, nice. like, I can see our, I can see us at Alan's house yeah. just, like, going nuts, uh, yeah. playing for hours. It was so much fun. You know what else was funny about that? It was, like, the first time that it uh, kind of happened that Luigi seemed to be, like, hmm. some sort of weird underdog character, where, like, if the computer was Luigi, he was killing us. Um, I don't know if that was a part of the game or what, but it seems like, and maybe it's just in my mind now, but it seems like since then, Luigi has always been this, like, anti-character, yeah. where he's just, like, he's gonna beat you. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, I, man, yeah, this is, like, Fun year for games. Um, yeah. Any stinkers? Oh, there's one big stinker. <laughs> might might be. I mean, it's in contention for my worst game of all time. Wow. Um, it's a little game I call. Well, everyone calls Nagano <laughs> Winter Olympics '98. <laughs> um, this this technically. <laughs> <laughs> this technically came out in 97 but it's like it, right at the end of 97 it's so, for the it's so bad Olympics. that it's badness lingered <laughs> yes yes <laughs> um i remember we were at our friend alan's house and for some reason he re- decided to rent this game 
Like, I don't know what possesses you when you see this. Like, there's nothing <laughs> dynamic about it. And so we go to play it. We're playing it. Yeah. And maybe I just completely don't get it. But it was as if you were just, like, watching a 3D thing happen. It would say, like, press A as fast as you can. But the animation's the same every time. And then at the end, it, like, gives you a score. You're like, this isn't a game. This is just nothing. This isn't yeah. a game. <laughs> yeah. Just terrible. I terrible. do vaguely remember it from that experience, but I don't... I, I don't know. I mean, and Alan was, like, trying to say yeah. that it was actually great. Yeah. I'm like, there's no, there's no possible well, way you, you can convince when me. When you that. rent the video game for a sleepover, you you like have yeah, some yeah. weird ownership, and <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. to justify that it's like not as bad as everybody thinks it is. It's, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, a good one. Uh, Bobby, any Ferguson's? I searched what games came out in '98, and I was surprised to see that Nokia had, I guess, published the game Snake officially, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I do remember playing Snake on Nokia phones, and I <laughs> never enjoyed it. So there it is. <laughs> oh, I kind of love. Snake. I love it. I mean, I love that you uh, never enjoyed it. Uh, I it's I would, mad I would be okay. I'd be grateful of its existence to help me pass the time, but I just remember always ending in frustration. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's never felt like I. I don't know. Just nothing. <laughs> Nothing to to tell anyone anything good about it. It's yeah, just yeah. Upsetting. Hmm. <laughs> um, my my Ferguson is uh, a game called Turok Two: Seeds of Evil. Whoa. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> um, and that's just because, like, again, I didn't play that many video games, and if I played games, I usually loved them. Yeah. Um, but and I remember I played Turok Two a lot, but. I couldn't get past the like almost the first level. Um, yeah, it, um, I really struggled with it, and like I remember liking it. Like I liked the kind of how the gameplay looked, and I yeah. and I wanted to be good at it, but the game wouldn't let me. And uh, <laughs> so I, you know, I begrudged the game for just being like too difficult. I think that's funny because I got. Um, the first Turok when it came out yeah. for like Christmas or something. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, I had the exact same experience where I'm like, this looks awesome. Uh, I love the dinosaur yeah. aspect of yeah. it. And like, the, it was kind of cool walking around the world, but then like, I just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can walk around, but I don't know like how to progress in this. Yes. I remember the spot in the game where it's like, I just stopped. I'm like, there's nowhere for me to go. <laughs> so I just go back walking around, like looking for dinosaurs, like to kill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it yeah. was uh, Viva 90's favorite game of uh, wow. 1998. Okay. So, so someone liked it at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, good. Uh, do you guys know the highest selling game of this year? It's not one that we've mentioned. Oh shockingly. yeah, I would have, I would have guessed Zelda. Yeah, that was close-ish. Is it a game that came out in '97? I don't think so. Hmm. Uh, no, I don't know. It is Pokemon Yellow ah, for the Game Boy. Okay. Uh, Pokemon, yeah. uh, Pokemon was huge. Game Boy. Uh, 
super popular, like way more popular than it might seem. Yeah, that was uh, Zachary Jackson Brown's pick. Ah, uh, favorite game. And there was a Pokemon Red and Blue. Oh, which yeah. Which was Lauren's pick. Nice. Uh, Blue was the one that I had and uh, loved it. Okay. Every second of it. Um, a lot of game picks here from our listeners. Uh, 1080, also picked by Lauren in Lost in Music. All right. Uh, Odd World, oh. Abe's Exodus, oh. uh, picked by Katie. Cool. Brett Wilson picked Resident Evil 2 and nice. Banjo Kazooie. Uh, Vince also picked Banjo Kazooie. Uh, Goblin Heath picked Mega Man Legends. Um, Good one. I'm not sure if I'm saying this right. T Bear Dart picked Tenchu Stealth Assassins. Mm. Uh, Quincy picked Sonic Adventure. Ethan picked NBA Live 99. Jordan, Brett, uh, Nico Potamus, Quincy, and Ethan all picked Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped. Mm hmm. Uh, cool. Charlie picked Mortal Kombat 4 Jesse and Quincy picked Metal Gear Solid Allie picked WCW NWO Revenge which I think mm. we played that one yeah we definitely played one of the 64 ones for a lot Yeah, it might have been that I, one I want to say it was uh, and uh Passiac uh, Buster picked Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Mm, yes, nice maddening game, but very fun. Yeah, that's the one where you get to fly under the ATATs. Right? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Yes, yeah. and just almost impossible to wrap your ship around those. Yeah. Yeah. So frustrating, but it, was, it looked cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What are we doing next, Bobby? I feel weird, like we should have done this at the beginning, but let's go to news events. Sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I took a little different tack this time. Just went with events that really uh, were interesting to me. Um, So I picked, for top event, I picked David Bowie's internet service launching (laughs) BowieNet. What? (laughs) What was it called? (laughs) BowieNet. BowieNet? The David Bowie of today is a wired entrepreneur who's embraced computers and the internet in all manner of ways. As an artist, an internet DJ on RollingStone.com. One of the enfant terrible nine-inch nails. There's Bowie, the virtual character known as Boz in a CD-ROM game titled Omicron. There's Bowie, the cyber pop star. Grown inside a plastic box. And like the rest of us, there's Bowie, the frustrated computer user. I freeze and crash along with the best of them all the time, continually. And I always blame everything else but me. I eat up my memory like crazy, and I'm always downloading too many programs at once, and suddenly it's the Ice Age on screen, nothing moves, and I... Help! The idea is to keep your desktop clean. D- don't. Don't. Oh, don't start. Clean your desktop. What is it? Uh, it was just like a internet service provider and like email provider, but it was David Bowie. <laughs> that uh, is so weird. So you could yeah. have an email with like at BowieNet? I guess. I... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's, awesome. It, though. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's so bizarre. <laughs> Did you know it at the time? I did not. I was not aware of this at the time. Yeah. Uh, but similar to this, Sting had something that was like, maybe not the exact same thing, but some kind of computer type thing like that. <sighs> of course, also bizarre. Of course he did. 
Um, cool. Uh, Bobby, what did you pick for news event? I want to know where you found that information. I wish I would have gone to that. That's like, I, I chose the, uh, assembly of the international space uh-huh. station began December 4th. And I like that because I'm into space. I'm into my favorite show is star Trek. Get me away. Find me a way out of living on earth. And to me, <laughs> the space station is like the next best thing. So I'm so happy about that event. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little bit bigger, perhaps, than Bowie Net. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, I think we're all pretty big space fans, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird not to be. Is there like people out there who are like, screw space? Yeah, that's not interesting. <laughs> that's boring. Space is boring. Space is- <laughs> I feel like that's a uh, freaks you know and geeks you- thing. No, space it's uh, it's our. I don't know about yours, but it's definitely my parents, uh, my mom, and my grandmother. I've mentioned space. They're like, that's. They're like, nobody knows anything about space. Come on, that's boring. Uh, and uh, yeah, those people exist. Yeah. I, I can I think about it all day. It's, 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 it's very weird. It's incredible. I, I recently watched uh, some videos about what it would like be like to land on the surface of other planets. So the videos like simulate like what it would be like to land on like Jupiter or Saturn. Mm. And, you know, they're all gaseous. So, like, they all eventually turn into the same thing, which is just, like, clouds and fog um, and, like, nothingness. But uh, I don't know why I'm telling this story. I, I really was... <laughs> I would really love to go to space and uh, get lost in space. I think I've talked about this before. Like, dying in space seems kind of, like, ideal. Like, I would love just oh, to fall it off. Are you serious? We've talked about this. I'm not talking... <laughs> yes. I'm not talking about like opening my mask and like yeah, death, yeah. brutal death. I'm talking about like I'm, yes, I will have to starve to death, but just floating oh, for a long maybe, time. Maybe I said it before, but I think I'd rather take the instantaneous uh, helmet off. Maybe, maybe when I get so hungry, I can't take it. <laughs> I mean, that would that has got to be the that would be the most like. Uh, frightening thing ever you're just in space floating there Amazing. nothing else around. oh man yes you're talking about the Oof. view right the, like the well stars the view, and... not even just that the view like nothing around you for my, thousands of miles you're yeah, you're alone you're the only person intense. to have this experience like yeah, yeah. I mean, the downside is that like i'm not going to be next to anything super pretty like i'd, I'd you know i'd ideally want it to be like next to like jupiter or saturn but uh-huh. you know. <laughs> okay. we're learning a lot tonight um yeah okay My, uh i didn't necessarily i didn't go with a news event because there was just like a, a thing that there's like a moment in 1998 besides the haunted house at in jordan's sleepover uh that like i really identify with 1998 which is it's the only year i visited disney world um hmm. Nice. So I really remember that trip. Uh, it was like a month and a half after Animal Kingdom had opened. Um, oh. So we went to that and it was terrible. It was like 100, <laughs> 105 degrees, like no animals were out. Uh, yeah. It was it was rough. But um, the rest of the trip was super fun. I remember um, I was taken by like my extended family, my cousins and my aunt, my uncles. So like my parents and my sisters didn't go. It was just me. Oh. Um, and I remember I brought my CD player 
and pretty much all I did was like I was with them, but I had my headphones on and, and was just <laughs> listening to Marcy Playground self-titled album. Uh, what? <laughs> so like, I have this like vivid 1998 experience of like being in heaven at Disney World. Like it was so cool, Universal, but also like just uh, listening to like uh, a- 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 Ancient Flowers and Alvin yeah. Kind and. Uh, yeah, that's like a surreal combination. Yeah. Um, you might be the only person who's ever listened to that album in Disney World. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> yeah, that seems right. That seems right. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, nonstop. Like, I'd, like, walk from my room to, like, the, like, cafeteria, like, 100 feet away, and I'd, like, put it on. Like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, it's a great album. Yeah, great album. Really vivid experience in my life. Uh, so, yeah. you know, that or Rockabye Baby and Jordan's Car. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> uh, close calls? Uh, yeah, mine is uh, Bill Gates getting a uh, pie thrown in his face in Brussels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was not aware of this. Police and security guards in Belgium were caught flat-footed today by a cowardly sneak attack on one of the world's wealthiest men. The target was Microsoft Chairman Bill Gates arriving for a meeting with community leaders. Watch what happens when a team of hitmen meet him first with a pie in the face. Gates was momentarily and understandably shaken, but he was not injured. The hit squad piled on with two more pies before one of them was wrestled to the ground and arrested the others for at least the moment and got away. Gates went inside, wiped his face clean, and made no comment. He then went ahead with his scheduled meeting. No word on the motive for this attack. You're bringing it. I thought that was pretty humorous. <laughs> what did you find? Like, is there a cool site where it's like stuff you didn't know happened in 1990? Um, there's. I don't even know what it is, but there is one site that usually has like some more interesting than other sites okay. uh, information. Cool. Um, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I wish I I wish I would have thought about uh I wish I would have like looked at some uh like memory books or albums just to see what uh, I might have been doing yeah. because I wish I had a story other than interesting things that happened like my close call was that Google was mm. founded sure. yeah. uh that year yeah. but it's just weird it's one of those things looking back at that is pretty uh weird to think that that was happening and i had no idea yeah for sure yeah uh jordan marley and me also agree google being founded is close call um it seems like you know essential like i'm not sure we could do this podcast without like google and research and i don't don't, it seems like most people can't like almost function now without google yeah, and if you um, recall the search engines that existed before Google, oh uh, it was just terrible. Yes. It was like half the results are ads, and you, you know, can never find what you're looking yeah. for. Even the early version of Google, like I'm feeling lucky yeah, or whatever, yeah. like it, it was <laughs> not great, but um, yeah. obviously it's like, I don't know. Do you know anybody who but, still uses like Yahoo or... <laughs> Bing? Uh, not for searching. I mean, I don't know. yeah, yeah. It's just like it's kind of secondary. Um, yeah, I'm not saying like yay Google, but it's obviously a yeah. huge uh, it, basis for culture now. Yeah, and it's kind of a miracle that it has stayed this 
good at searches. Yeah. That somehow they haven't screwed it up in some way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, make sure you Google Bobby Vaughn EP and uh, <laughs> yeah. more Space Junk by Andrew. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ferguson's? Um, yeah. You know what? I mean, there was a lot of stuff that could have been a Ferguson, but the one that hit me the hardest at this time was uh, Phil Hartman being shot by his wife. Yeah, terrible. That, um, that's mine too. Yeah. Even at the time, yes. like that hit me i was like and i was just like a kid i i guess i knew phil hartman from uh snl and simpsons mostly jingle all the um, way yeah jingle <laughs> all the way <laughs> um but man yeah that was just like surreal and so terrible, terrible and, yeah yeah. I mean, he's like he's a guy that's like, boy, he would have just kept killing it. You know what I mean? Like, he yes. would have just everything he touched was better. Yeah, um, for sure. And the, the circumstance mm-hmm. of his death was just at the time so strange. Like, I feel like maybe yeah. it was like the first I'd ever heard in my young life of like that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Hard to wrap your head around yeah. as a kid. Yeah. Um, that was also uh, Jesse T. Bear Dart and Melissa's Ferguson. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Uh, what did you pick, Bobby? My uh, Ferguson '98 is the whole Lewinsky thing, uh, the Monica. Uh, uh, I I'm very uh, I don't I don't <laughs> with my family and friends. I never uh, my brother, my mom. They they get pretty silly sometimes, and they say some perverted things. But like, I I always like gravitate toward the funny friendly clean things and so when that whole Lewinsky thing came out I just remember feeling uncomfortable and (laughs) it just that was in the news Mm. and my mom was probably and my brother were probably talking about that all the time back then I just it just never made me it was unsettling and and I feel like the trend since those days uh of of those style of um trying to catch people in the act of doing those things is, is just um with presidents I'm talking about, yeah. it's just kind of like, it's always wondering about who's next doing what. And so it's just, it's been unsettling for me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. With that being said, there, there are so many positive things that come <laughs> out of exposing people and the whole me too movement and all that there's, that's all good to me. I mean, that's important to happen to, to get the light shined on those types of things. Just sometimes it's, you know, uncomfortable to talk about with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you don't like that they're happening, you know? Yeah. 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 You have that like, you know, super, super memorable moment of like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Like it felt like, yeah, just conquered the news that year. It was either the impeachment or the affair. Um, I I know, uh, let's see, Jordan mentioned it, Zach, Bob, T-Bird Dart, Melissa, Corey, Viva nineties, endless Megan, um, Vaughn. Um, so yeah, between the impeachment and the scandal, it was like, I think that's kind of the event of 98. Like, uh, everybody was yeah. just kind of watching to see what would happen. Um, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Ferguson. Yeah. My Ferguson was Hartman, uh, the murder of Phil Hartman. Just yeah. so sad. Uh, per- in my personal life, my Ferguson was getting double pneumonia. Uh, wow. Uh, double pneumonia. Double pneumonia. Well, I've mentioned this before. That yeah. was the week where my mom like bought me a ton of ice cream and I watched Night at the Roxbury, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gulliver's Travel with Ted Danson, and Simon Birch. Uh, <laughs> quite a lineup. Quite a lineup. Uh, but having double... <laughs> I, I do not recommend having double pneumonia. Um, hmm. 
I remember I was walking home from school and I almost like collapsed. I was like, I couldn't like huh. breathe. And I got home and I like laid in my bed and fell asleep for like five hours. And my parents like were like, all right, we should probably go to the hospital. Um, it, it's, it's, it sucks pretty bad. But um, so like having it sucked, but I've mentioned before that week was just incredible. It was like whatever I wanted. It's just like, all right, mom, I need a new blockbuster run. Uh, <laughs> um, and then of course you get to miss, it's not like nowadays where you miss school and it's like oh all your work's online it's it's like uh, you know you miss school and you're like yeah well oh well i missed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i missed a week uh, <laughs> um other things people mentioned uh the release of imax jordan mentioned that oh, uh there was in major league baseball the big home run uh you know, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa racing to be the home run Kings. Lauren mentioned that mm. uh, Dale Earnhardt June or Dale Earnhardt, excuse me, wins Daytona on his 20th attempt. Uh, uh, Passiac Buster mentioned that uh, Vaughn mentioned the banning of human cloning. Uh, she also mentioned Seinfeld ending. Um, yeah. Bob mentioned the U S embassy bombing. Uh, Bob also mentioned beating Zelda. Uh, Man- nice. Manny uh, mentions uh, the season five premiere of Space Ghosts with guest Mark Wiener. Ooh. Oh man, <laughs> yes, I didn't even. Yes, awesome. Yeah, uh, Justin and Charlie mentioned the Bulls winning their final championship, the end of their dynasty. Uh, Zombie Chaos mentioned his eighth birthday party was a banger. Uh, <laughs> nice. Chris mentioned when two liter. Two liter bottles were 89 cents. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that somehow. Uh, and let's see. Kenny mentioned when the undertaker threw mankind off the top of the hell in the cell. at king of the ring. <laughs> nice. And Ben mentioned bugs life being released. There, oh, there was that like weird, like two months where it was like a bugs life and ants. Remember that? It was yep. like, yep. <laughs> which, which one is yours? Like, which one do you like? Yeah. And in uh, retrospect, it's like, oh, they're both kind of bad. Uh, yeah. Not great. Yeah. I mean, um, let me ask you guys this. Do you think all these places have abided by the cloning ban? Or do you think there's a cloned human out there right now? I mean, you know, like, you know, Russia's not, or like. It, it does seem like some countries might have just yeah. threw caution to the wind. China, and they're like, China, let's see what I happens. Could see, I mean, I could see the U.S. doing it. Like, I could. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who's, who's really checking on these things? Yeah. yeah. Well, something to, something we, to think about that. Think yeah. about <laughs> that and floating by Saturn dying. Yep. <laughs> uh,. We only, what do we have left? Books and Nickelodeon categories? Yeah. Okay. I didn't I didn't even have books as a did oh, you shoot. give me books? Maybe I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought if you did it and it was an accident, that's funny because books is just not my forte. Oh uh, yeah, books is a hard one. Books is a hard yeah, one. Yeah. Um well Andrew, what did you have for books? Uh I had my f- top one was a Clash of Kings. George R. R. Martin, part of the uh, Game of Thrones. Oh. I, I hadn't read it, of course, at the time, but I have read it since, and uh, very good. Yeah, I've, I've never read any of those, but uh, I will. I will trust you on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're great. They're great. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you're into fantasy at all, yeah. Um, 
fantastic. Um, I, I didn't realize he was been doing that for so long. Yeah. I, I, uh, I mean, well, I know we talked about the first one. I don't remember what year it was, but it was like early nineties, I think, mm. or mid nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I picked a book by Tony Horowitz called Confederates in the Attic. Um, mm. it's a nonfiction book. He kind of goes around the country. It's kind of an investigation of like people who have held on to the Confederacy in the South, like the lost cause of the civil war. Um, mm how like people like kind of handle it. It's a, it's a pretty, it's 1998, but it hits on a lot of stuff that I think is pretty relevant in the U S now, these like deep racial divides and um, yeah. Confederates in the attic. It's a pretty cool one. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Did you have a close call? Um, Yeah. Actually for this one, I picked a comic book Hmm. Um, chasing dogma. It was a like short series that came out that kind of like bridged uh, the gap between the two movies. Wow, uh, chasing Amy and Dogma. That's interesting. Um, yeah, very cool. And uh, like, if I mean, if you're into Kevin Smith at all, like uh, his comic, the comic books based on around his movies or in that universe are really good and um, usually just like drawn really well, written really well. They're um, really fun. Cool. Um, well, I didn't read this book. I, I, you know, I, I think Confederates in the Attic might be the only book I read from that year. Um, but a lot of people mention, of course, that the first Harry Potter book comes out. Uh Um, Jordan, Zach, Vince, Brett, Lauren, Corey, uh, Chamber of Secrets, I believe it's called. Um, and that's, uh, you know, just going to be culturally like the next 15 years (laughs) of. Yeah. uh, Crazy. So, Shout out to all the Harry Potter fans. Do you you guys like Harry Potter? You know, I've never read one of the books, um, (laughs) but I I probably will. But I I like the movies, all right. You know, I I enjoy them. Yeah, same same here. Yep. Cool. Um, Yeah. Any Fergusons? Uh, No Fergusons. Okay. Um, But uh, (laughs) I noted the bestseller for this year. You guys, I'm sure, are not going to know this. I didn't know it. the Street Lawyer by John Grisham. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> uh, real fast, other books. Uh, Jordan picked About a Boy. Bob picked A Walk nice. in the Woods by Bill Bryson. Hmm. Um, Katie and Manny picked Holes. Um, ah. True Shia 90... LaBeouf. What's that? There's the Shia LaBeouf movie ah, yeah, that based was, on Yeah, it. that was good. Um the Facts of Death by Raymond Benson. That was True 90s, Nick. Hmm. A Bag of Bones by Stephen King. That hmm. was Passiac hmm. Buster. The Professor and the Madman by Simon Winchester. That book is actually like sitting on a table here for me to read. My dad gave it to me. Huh. Uh, and, uh, That's bizarre. <laughs> it's kind of about like the invention of like, I think the dictionary or something. I haven't read it, so I don't know. Wow. Yet, but like, um. T-Bear Dart picked that. Uh, Melissa shouted out chicken soup for the chicken soup for the teenage soul. Um, Chris mentioned two books here. Uh, the Autobiography of Red by Ann Carson and uh, Borges' Collected Fiction. Um, I think that's supposed to be like some pretty creative like stories and essays. And, Interesting. Um, so yeah, that's books. always always our fastest category sure (laughs) (laughs) all right should we finish with nickelodeon yeah all right yeah
Uh, uh, let's do shows. Um, yeah, only a few came out this year, yeah. but I decided that the best to me was the Wild Thornberries. Um, you know, we haven't talked about it that much. Uh, we talked about Gem of a Mom, of course. Yeah. You might remember. <laughs> um, but uh, great animation. Um, I, uh, Tim Curry's voice, great. Uh, it's really a very good show. I think it was just, it was like this was the period where I was starting to fall off a little bit yeah. from Nickelodeon stuff. So I didn't watch it quite as much as Me too. past years. But uh, but still, I still think it's a very well done show. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Bobby, did you have a favorite from that year? Well, there were only a, a few that, to choose from, and if I could, I would make them all Ferguson. But, uh, <laughs> I, you don't, I guess you but don't have to pick one. <laughs> I between the ones that I would land on and just watch and see if I could how long I could watch it. I feel like I might be the odd man out. When I say cat dog as my mm. favorite, out of the ones that came out, mm. it was it's tough, but I think I could subdue <laughs> cat dog. <laughs> I think that's a fair way to put it. Well, you can check it out on my uh, streaming service. Yeah, yeah, big bonanza. Yeah, um, beautiful. <laughs> uh, I also picked wild thornberries. Uh, so did Jordan, Alley, Passiac Buster, and SMCQ. Uh, yeah, I think of the ones we've gone back and watched, it's like of the highest quality. The stories are yeah. kind of the most fun. Um, I, I, I wouldn't just throw it on to watch it. It's I, I, I agree with you. It's a rough year. This is definitely the year where I'm like starting to kind of maybe check out of Nickelodeon yeah. um, and, you know, look, watch comedy central or whatever. So, yeah. um, but wild thornberries is like not bad. It's uh, it's, yes. it's, it's okay. I, I'm sure Bobby might say it is. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, I enjoyed it. Oh, okay, okay. Just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> Close. It was tough. That it was the accent, the dad's yeah. Tim Curry <laughs> face, his face, the cartoon his face. face. <laughs> I just couldn't get behind it. Oh man, uh, close calls. Uh, yeah, I picked. Oh yeah, cartoons. Hmm. Um, what? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought you were having a. I thought there was some question. No, it just surprised me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I again, I like didn't watch this as much as other stuff. I think Kablam was kind of like the superior version of this, yeah. maybe a little, but um, but the, I still get behind like any of these cartoon shows where they're like showcasing different people making them. Yeah. Um just always kind of enjoyed that and like the variety. So that is what I went with. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I don't have like a lot of memories of it. But yeah. it, it wasn't bad. Uh, Bobby, did you have a close call? Now that you're telling me that Tim Curry was the dad <laughs> on wild thornberries, <laughs> wild thornberries uh, is my close call, but uh, probably even more so now realizing <laughs> it, it does make it interesting yeah, yeah. just like yeah it makes, listening it, makes to you want to makes me want to go back and tolerate it a more. Yeah. Uh, i went with uh something that was on my streaming service idk uh mm-hmm. which is you're on with phil moore you're, you're on. Nice. <laughs> uh, one season 26 episodes it was pretty much like a candid camera type show 
Yeah. Uh, they'd go out on the streets and they'd try to get people to do things not knowing they were being filmed. Um, it wasn't great, but, you know, Fillmore is fun. And uh, yeah, yeah. the other options were Cousin Skeeter and Cat Dog. And, uh, sure. I went with Euron. Uh, yeah. There, uh, we should say there was a Rugrats movie that year, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ferguson? Very cool. Uh, yeah, my Ferguson is Anamorphs. Um, I know, I mean, probably some people like this, I'm guessing somebody, um, I just could never get into it. And it even seems like it's almost in my wheelhouse. Like it's sci-fi weird. Um, I just could never take like the CGI look of the animals. Yeah. Uh, just could not quite get into it. I think I missed that it came out that year, but yeah, not, not, I didn't think it was that fun or. Yeah. I remember the uh, CGI and Animorphs reminding me of the CGI and Alex Mack and getting mm. excited to watch Animorphs and something. Yeah. I just couldn't, I didn't even give it a yeah. go. I just, maybe because I never read the books or something that made me just feel like I was out of the loop. Yeah. Yeah. Something. No, missing. not fun. For sure. Not, not very fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Ferguson, you know, whatever. It's it's probably cat dog, but like mm. could be cousin Skeeter on any given day. Uh, <laughs> could be Animorphs. Um, it doesn't. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's it's not a great year for Nick. Um, yeah. The, uh, three shows end that year. Alex Mack. Gullah Gullah Island and Shelby Wu. I mean, not huge yeah. losses, but uh, still, yeah, remnants of yeah. the old days. Yeah, cracks in the foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about uh, Nick episodes? Uh, is there anything yeah. you liked? Yes, one in particular popped out to me pretty quickly. Uh, hey Arnold, season two, episode thirteen. Grand Prix. And now, mm. the Grand Prix race you've all been waiting for. The Junior Division Finals. Boys and girls, start your engine. Sid, take the wheel for a while. Uh, actually, it's my turn to drive. Uh, no. Uh, no way. Listen, guys, exactly half of the Mova Avenger is mine. So I get to drive at least half the race. Are you kidding? He'll crash for sure. Yeah, he's a jinx. And all five jinx. <laughs> Fellers? I think the whole thing's moot. We're dead meat. Steady. This is your day. Um, this is the one where all the kids like build their own bo- or uh, soapbox racers. Yeah, that is a fun one. Yeah, great episode. Ma- the Mauve Avenger has stuck in my mind uh, <laughs> for all these years. Um, just a really, it's a great episode that kind of like uses all the characters, yeah. all the kids. So you, and it's just like pure fun. Um, so I, I just always really liked that one. Cool. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Uh, I, for, I think I missed that. So. Mm-hmm. Bob, Bob um, did you have I, one? I, I also did uh, Hey Arnold, but I did season three, episode two, um, mm-hmm. Mr. Wind Goes Country. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, ladies and gentlemen, every once in a while in my line of work, I hear a voice that truly stands out, that truly moves me. Unfortunately, that's not the case tonight. I'm just pulling your leg. Such a voice belongs to tonight's featured new artist. This is Mr. Wynn's first time singing here, but I bet you a bundle it won't be his last. Let's all give him a warm, great old Opry welcome, Mr. Wynn. 
Before I begin, I have something to say. It is an honor to be here. So 10% of 5,200? I love country music. I love writing songs, but I am a simple man. I have a job in a restaurant, and I like it. In fact, someday, I hope to be a great chef. I don't want to be famous. I don't know why, but that that one slaps me in the face, and I have I, I just haven't forgotten that episode. It's just something... Yeah. Maybe it was just shocking that... It was just out of left field episode. Yeah. Just feeling like, uh, you know... And maybe just because music is something that I've always gravitated towards, anything that had to do with that. So, yeah. Mr. Wynn. Yeah. It's, it's that weird thing that they do in various shows where it's like a character you don't expect has this crazy good voice. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Allie picked that one, and so did I. Mr. Wind Goes Country. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, you know, I, it's a little bit slim pickings. There's no, like, Pete and Pete, no Are You Afraid of the Dark, yeah. uh, no Doug, no Rocco. No, you, know, you know, it's just not a ton. So... But, uh, yeah, I also, this is a fun episode. Mr. Wynn's a character where it's like I love any time they give him a storyline. Um, yeah. And this is certainly like a kind of a goofy, uh, fun one to, to watch. And he's always so heartfelt. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's a great episode of Hero. Definitely. Close call? Um, yeah, mine was Angry Beavers, the day the world got really screwed up. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've mentioned this um, before, yeah. <laughs> This, uh, incidentally, this is also a Halloween episode that we've kind of neglected. Yeah, well, maybe we'll um, get to it. Yeah, but uh, really good one. It's like a double length one. And um, just, it's like everything that's good kind of about Angry Beavers, I feel like, is uh, done really well in this particular episode. Hmm. Um, just kind of bizarre uh I don't know, just uh, very strange. Uh, Dag, or I think it's Dag, is dressed up as for Halloween as a like giant thumb or giant toe. Mm. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of little details like that that I like. Nick uh, Nick Box put out a um, a figurine of them. Whoa. And yeah, he's in his toe costume. Oh, I love yeah. it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, very fun episode. Cool, Bobby. I don't know. I do not have a close call. I'm trying to uh, look up. Yeah, I I couldn't find it. Doug, did Doug switch to yeah. Disney? Is that yes. what happened? Uh, That's why yeah. I couldn't. Okay. Well then, yeah, I don't have a All right. close call. <laughs> uh, my close call is season three, episode six of Figure It Out. Whoa. And this is, uh, there's two talents on this episode. There's a kid who trains squirrels to ski behind a boat. <laughs> I like it. And a kid who can pull their belly button out of their body. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, we got Danny Tamborelli on the panel and yes. we got Lori Beth Denberg. Um, I wanted to go with a figure it out. It's just, it's so much fun. I, I, I feel like I do remember the squir- the squirrel skiing. Um, so I went with this one uh, yeah, because that sounds I'm good. just not in love with like a ton of stuff from this year. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a, uh, a Tamborelli yeah. Denberg yeah. combo. Yeah. Hard to beat that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a Ferguson. Did you? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, other shout-outs. Ben shouted out Word of the Day, Rugrats. Uh, Zach and Vaughn mm. shouted out Curly Snaps. Hey, Arnold. Hmm. Uh, Vaughn also shouted out Keenan and Kel, Dirty Rat. Uh, Jesse <laughs> mentioned Rugrats, Chucky Grows. Marley, Marley mentioned Hey Arnold, School Play. Um, let's see. Passiak Buster mentioned Keenan and Kel's uh, Skunkator vs. Mothman. Uh, Ethan mentioned the Cousin Skeeter Air Skeeter. Whoa. <laughs> which, yes. which sounds like a good one, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Katie mentioned Keenan and Kel, the Chicago Witch Trials. Manny mentioned Keenan and Kel, the Raffle. Uh, Brett Wilson mentioned Angry Beavers, Muscular Beaver. Uh, T-Bear Dart mentioned Arnold's Thanksgiving. And Vaughn mentioned uh, Helga Blabs, hey Arnold. Um, yeah. So, yeah, some some good stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that rounds out the categories, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so just a quick sports recap for 98. Uh, the Super Bowl that year is won by the Denver Broncos over the Green Bay Packers. The World Series is won by the New York Yankees over the San Diego Padres. Uh, as a couple people mentioned, the Chicago Bulls win their last championship uh, over the Utah Jazz. Jordan hits that dramatic shot in Utah. Uh, and then NHL Stanley Cup Detroit defeats Washington. Um, so a little bit about sports. Uh, and I think that's a lot about 1998. I think we covered a lot of bases. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting mm-hmm. year. Um, you know, transitionary year. For sure. Seems Absolutely. like. Definitely. Mm-hmm. If we didn't mention the thing you like, you know, just leave us alone. Uh, there's yeah. just a lot to, <laughs> there's a lot, to, <laughs> there's a lot to dig through. <laughs> we talked about Bowie Nut. What else do you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, before we wrap up, we got two quick emails about our last episode of the nice. auction. Um, this first one here comes from Scott. He says, hello, Big Orange Couch. Loved the auction. There were so many great Nick shows mentioned. I'd say my vote for best streamer shows would go to Joey. When he nabbed Legends and Are You Afraid of the Dark, that really affected my decision. <laughs> However, overall, I'd say everybody made some great choices. Having the auction was such a fun idea. By the way, I wanted to mention two other shows, uh, Heathcliff and Inspector Gadget. Mm. Great podcast. Keep rocking with the 90s, Nick. Scott, a.k.a. Nostalgic Scott. Nice. Um, We did do the poll. I won. Uh, Yeah. Melissa came in in second. I I meant to have you read off your uh, winning schedule. Um, Yeah. If you have it right in front of you. Um, you Yeah, I I have it here. It's, you know, so I, I mentioned in our text chain... I, I really put my money on Are You Afraid of the Dark. I really, you know, I wasn't going to say it at the time, but I thought whoever yeah. got Are You Afraid of the Dark would win. Mm. Uh, and I feel like maybe that was the difference. But I had Are You Afraid of the Dark, Doug, Finders Keepers, Get the Picture, Guts, Journey of Alan Strange, Keenan and Kel, Legends of the Hidden Temple, My Brother and Me, Roundhouse, Think fast. You're on 100 Deeds, Freddie McDowd, and Little <coughs> Bill. Um, so, <laughs> but but to me, uh-huh. it's like I 
my I really didn't have a game plan going in, except I wanted Are You Afraid of the Dark and as many game shows as possible. Because to me, it's like, to me, I think that's the most fun streamer where I could watch a bunch of game shows in Are You Afraid of the Dark. Um, that is good. And um, I think Doug and Keenan and Kel, like, kind of yeah. bolstered it. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of solid picks there. I do uh, recall the fun that we had for a while with Nick Gas. Oh, man. Um, so fun. So that is, yeah, that's all. Yeah. Um, I think we have one more here. One more email. Yeah. Uh, this one comes from Nick. He says, hey, auction buckets. <laughs> Very interesting concept for an episode. I was sitting in traffic questioning many high item purchases and wondering how some <laughs> went for way less than I expected. Anyways, I figured I'd send my vote in for how I pick all of your choices. Uh, I'm totally describing to... I, I'm totally subscribing to I don't know because Guts, Doug, Keenan, and Kel, my brother and me, are you afraid of the dark? There's certainly replay value for all those month after month. I'm totally doing the free month trial of girl power and then use a different credit card to get another free month <laughs> because she's got the sketch shows, kablam, and stick MF and stickly. Yeah, Melissa got stick stickly for $11. Yeah. That, that is <laughs> unbelievable. Um, I'm going to use my buddy's account for Big Bonanza because that's got wild and crazy kids Pete and Pete salute, but I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> I would, Andrew. I would. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I ain't even going to bother with Cat Dog Taylor. Okay. Even, even if it comes with a bundle package. As always, keep up the great casts. Cool. And that one was from Nick. Thanks, Nick. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the auction was a bunch of fun. Someone, someone, met, uh, someone messaged us, being like, "Boy, you could tell it by the end of it. You guys were really like, <laughs> you were like, you would run out of energy." Uh, yeah, we, we could feel it falling apart slowly. Yeah, so it was like, uh, in retrospect, we probably like we probably shouldn't have done Nick Junior. We should, we probably yeah, should have yeah, just stuck no. to the main stuff because it was really like, oh boy, let's just get this over with. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're bidding like three dollars on something it's probably not even worth listening that's to. true, that's true. <laughs> but uh, uh you live you learn um yeah it was good boy andrew we are approaching uh almost our 200th episode yeah crazy um, without giving too much away about our 200th episode yeah. what are we doing for 199 um yeah for 199 we're gonna start with top pete and pete's um we're gonna start with our 10 through 6 yeah yeah it'll be it'll be a two-parter um yeah so naturally episode 200 will be our top five yeah um it's i think our first two-parter ever so 199 will be our you know our our bottom half which you know i think will still be all pretty classic pete and pete's hopefully and uh and then we i think we have a surprise for episode 200 i think it could be fun um, oh yeah but it you know next two episodes definitely are, oh, go ahead definitely worth tuning into yes if you're questioning it. oh yes I'm, I'm excited for 200 um so yeah it'll be andrew and i talking our favorite pete and pete's 10 through 6 uh and yeah. um you and i were mentioning and, before we started recording yeah. like we're we're gonna put the work in like you you, you know yeah. we don't want to mess oh, this yeah. up obviously we've become known as like pete and pete diehards and uh <laughs> you know yeah, this is serious business. <laughs> um, it's uh, it, it feels like a 
good timing though. Like I didn't want to do it too early no. in the cast, you no. know. But now like feels like a momentous kind of time. For sure. Uh, I mean, our cards are on the table. People know we love it. It's yeah. uh, probably our favorite, if not, you know, top two yeah. or three. So, um, I think this will be a good way to ring in a new, a new hundo, and uh, yeah. we'll see what see what we come up with, and uh, sure. make make sure you don't miss that episode two hundred for the top five, and, and you know few treats yeah oh yeah um if in the meantime you want to get a hold of us uh as scott or nick did you can find us uh on twitter at boc podcast instagram at orange couch podcast email us at orange couch podcast at gmail.com you can hear us on uh podbean spotify itunes all great ways uh to 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 listen speaking of uh, spotify and itunes that's how you can find Bobby Vaughn, uh, his new album. Um, yeah. Great, great. I'm, I'm, my personal favorites, I'm ready. But uh, there's there's five songs for you to chow down on. Thank you. That's awesome. And Bobby, thank you for spending three hours with us talking about 1998. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like we're back in, uh, what year was it that we were all hanging out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. For sure. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. It was our pleasure. And uh, we hope we'll see you all next time for BDP. That made me think of something. Hold on, let me. If you need to eat something, Bob. Uh, <laughs> God, I can't believe I blew it with the. Uh... I can't I blew it. <laughs> you, you blew it. <laughs>